right, we are recording. Welcome to a very special Jedi Council edition of Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studio, in part with and syndicated through Podcast Detroit. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and tonight's bookers are... We can't talk Star Wars without them. Joining us from the Top Rope Review podcast, Josh Schramm and Wookie Will Blattman. Ooh, baby, top billing. I top like billing, it. baby. Yes. Or are we yes. at the bottom of the card? I can't tell. Hey, he knows to let the top Wookiee talent. win. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident pop culture guru and this podcast attorney, first letter of his first name, Jay. Howdy, howdy. Hello. And he's back, the Motor City Monster and actor stuntman extraordinaire, Eddie Venom, Jay Adams. Extraordinaire. Extraordinarily. Love it. Dude, uh, stunt guy. Yeah. <laughs> I am extra. Yes. Welcome back. Thanks, man. Thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. All right, guys. We're here to talk about one thing and one thing only. Lucasfilm, Disney dropped Star Wars, Last Jedi on us last week. And I know I, for one, could not wait. I was losing sleep all week in anticipation for this flick. Uh, but here we are. We waited a week to drop our thoughts on it. Safe to say, at this point, from this moment on, we're going to spoil the crap out of this movie. Anyone that has not seen it should press pause. Run out and get your Jedi on, and come back and listen to us later. We'll wait. Oh, I should see it first before I talk about it? Oh, dude. Damn it. All right, hey, we'll push pause. Okay. (laughs) And we're back. Yes. All right. Man, that was great. So, yeah, before we do a deep dive and uh, and just pick this shit apart, I feel like the best place to start is with our first impressions upon seeing it. Basically, what we thought when we first viewing, when we first walked out of the movie theater. Jay Venom, start with you. I absolutely loved it. I, I can't wait. I've got some stuff to say to people later. But, man, I, I absolutely loved it, man. I had a blast watching it. I love the fact that everybody's theories were absolutely wrong. <laughs> that's, that's like, one of the, the cool things to me. Like, some people that, – that's what a lot of people are complaining about, I think. Um, I was wrong. Yeah, didn't do exactly. anything I wanted. That's a, you know what? I said I have something to say, about. I'll just say it now. Yeah. I'm so mad at everybody for shitting on this movie. And I have a feeling that the reason why is because, you know, for a year now, everybody's had all these theories about who Ray's parents are, who Snoke Snoke is, and how he's going to affect everything. And this movie basically said, oh, yeah, all your theories, screw them all. This is what actually is going on. And I love that about it. And I think that so many people had all these theories about what they thought that the movie should be when it wasn't what their theories were what they thought this movie should be, then all of a sudden they didn't like it. And that's why I think you have to go into it, my personal opinion, you have to go into it without a... I mean, you can have theories or whatever, but that doesn't mean they're right. When I walked out of it, the first thing I I said to you, Rick, and I said to Zach and and Jeff, that I didn't like it at all. I was like, man, this is... I I don't think I like this at all. And I had to get over the fact that The Force Awakens was basically a love letter to all Star Wars fans. And this was the opposite. This is a what Force Awakens actually probably should have been, which is a tearing down of the series and building up to something mm-hmm. new. But they waited until the second one to really tear it out and make their mark as to what this new trilogy is. And now it's like all the cards are on the table. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen. The Star Wars universe is completely wide open. And once I saw it a second time on, on Friday morning, I really appreciated that, and, and, and I, I liked the flick a lot. Yeah, I liked this one a lot more on my second viewing. And a lot of it was, like, like I left the theater the first time, mixed feelings. And then a lot of things I was kind of mad about, when I rewatched it, it made more sense to why they did the things. I was like, oh, that makes way more sense. Like, I was really mad for a while to why Chewie had such a little role in the movie, especially 
in the fight um, during the fight. And I realized that, oh, no, I missed an important line of dialogue where Ray's like, hey, drop me off, go hide. And then that's why he shows up. I'm just like, why is he not helping defend these shadows when they're getting blown up? You know, it's like small details like that. I missed that on the second year I watched. But to me, like this movie feels more like the ending of a trilogy and not the second act. Like, I think, yeah. like, 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 what were you saying? Yeah. They completely tore everything down. This movie is about building Ray, Finn, Rose, and Poe for the next infinite amount of movies that could focus on them. And it's really, it focuses on them. And you kind of see a complete ending to Luke, a complete ending to Leia, which a lot of fans, you know, to them, that's Star Wars. They want that to continue yeah. on. I mean, I, so I, I agree with both of you that I, I, not that I didn't like it when I first uh, walked out, but definitely mixed feelings. Wasn't sure how I felt about certain things. Uh, I'm a big EU fan, so seeing like that future that I've already grown to love over, you know, decades is okay. This is what they're doing. It's completely different. But I, I mean, I don't think they're completely rebuilding at this point because we still have a Skywalker alive, and Luke's gonna. I mean. Luke is going to be in the next movie as a Force Ghost. So it's like there's no doubt in my mind. I think right. I, I think this feels like it's an end because it felt like Return of the Jedi. Like there was like there's sequences that were straight um, like homage to things that happened in Return of the Jedi, and I, so it's what we're conditioned to feel like is the end. But I think that's the old guard, and I think they're this third movie is going to be an even you know more definitive. And see, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think, uh, like Jay was saying, the first one was like an homage to the Star Wars fans. I had said this since Force Awakens came out. It was so similar. A lot of people said, "Oh, it was too much like Star Wars, the original Star Wars." But I think, to me, Force Awakens was reintroducing everybody to the Star Wars saga. Yeah, I felt like it was. Yeah. It, it, it pulled in the Laps fans. Obviously, you well, know, there's people like us that'll just, we're gonna see it. Yeah, but it Plus was too, hey, it, oh, it was okay. um, it was making up for the prequels. Yeah, basically, yeah, 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 I get you. Apology. Hey, we yeah. know. Hey, we. Th- yeah, this is me, Kathleen Kennedy. Don't worry. Yeah. these ones aren't gonna suck. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think that that was it. Was basically a reboot because it was it was bringing you back to how you felt as a little kid watching that movie, uh, watching the original movie. So I didn't have a problem with it being so similar because it was bringing all those people back, saying, "Hey." Yeah, we we know about those prequels. We we understand. <laughs> so here's what Star Wars really is. And as far as Last Jedi, I think it's more like Empire than it is Return of the Jedi. Because, really? Yeah, because you figure Empire was Luke getting over Obi Wan. You know, going to see uh, going. You know, is basically a new chapter. Like it was started out with Luke at the beginning, not yet training. You know, doing a little stuff with Obi Wan, but then Obi Obi Wan died. And that was that first chapter. Then he moved on to do some training, just like Ray in the first one. Well, he didn't have any training, mm-hmm. but she did some stuff. Now, all of a sudden, in the second one, she's getting some training. And it's the big, like, you know, when Empire came out, nobody expected the Luke, you know, the, the Vader father thing. Mm-hmm. And I think nobody expected some of the twists. I know I didn't expect it. Uh, some of the twists where, you know, all this was being built up about Ray's parents and who, the, who are they. Turns out they're nobody. Which well, to me was awesome. Well, and, and if if you look at just uh, a New Hope in in a vacuum before when it came out in in seventy seven, Luke was a nobody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Luke was just a dude on a farm, uh, 
but he, but he had well, farming va- but, moisture. But he had that lineage, and he had been looking over. Him. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah. he was known to. I mean, he was even. I mean, known that's why Ben was on. Yeah, yeah. I kind of think though, having Ray's parents be no one is them setting up their new direction. Because Kyle Raymond says to her, "You're now part of this story. You're nobody." Like, and it's pretty much because you look at the last six movies, they've been about the Skywalker lineage. You know, you still have, of course, you still have Ben Solo around, so he still has Skywalker blood in him, but he could potentially die next movie, and then. The Skywalkers are done. Yeah, I feel like fans fans want the Skywalker lineage to be the hero every time. Yeah, and and after you know the revelation of Ray's parents, and, and honestly, we don't know. That could just be that could be Snoke fucking with both of them. We'll we'll get into that stuff. But there there is that Skywalker lineage there, and it's in Kylo Ren. He's he's this baddie. As I real quick, when I walked out of the the my first viewing. I I didn't know what to think. I, I kind of I, I was you con- didn't say much. I was confused. <laughs> I needed to just I needed to to, to just process. let it simmer. <laughs> and then I was seeing it again in in like an hour after that. So on the second viewing, I'm like, okay, that this is starting to click now. And and the Ray thing, <laughs> I, I at first I was I was one of those fans. It was like ticked. Like we've been waiting two years to find out who is Snoke, who is Ray, what does Luke do with this lightsaber. And all three of those things were just like, ah, fuck it. And, but the more I the more I think about it, and the more I talk about it with with people that have seen it, the Ray thing, it. Uh, oh God, I had a point there. Damn it, I lost it. <laughs> I mean, I think it makes sense. And somewhat hinted at in the Force Awakens. Oh. If, you, if you go back through and watch it, because you have what's your name at the telling there, like. You know, let go. There's nothing there for you. You know that. Yeah. And then you get in this movie, you get Kyle and saying like, you've known deep down all wrong. This is the truth. You just have been afraid to admit it to yourself. Yeah. Well, you remember when Daisy Ridley said, "Oh, I thought it was obvious who yeah. my parents were in Force Awakens." So we were all like, "What do you mean? Right. They didn't say anything." <laughs> right. Now, and, and, now knowing it's nobody, it was obvious. Yeah. yeah. And, and I guess what where where myself and and other fans were upset was not only did we wait two years, but in the Force Awakens, they were constantly saying. Who's the girl? What girl? And, yeah, yeah. and and who you know who is that? And we're sitting here thinking that they recognize her, but really they're just now that I think about it more, they're wondering who the hell she is too. Yeah. Like where did this person come yeah. from? It was a literal. No, really, who's yeah. that girl? Yeah. Who the yeah. hell is that? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. that's why I think is going to move the story along, because like you said, so many people are so reliant on the Skywalker lineage. Right. By this way. By making her parents nobody, for one, it, it shocked me. And that's being a huge Star Wars fan, for them to be able to shock me yeah, with yeah. something, that was awesome. That's good storytelling right there. For another, it moves that forward, you know, the story forward where it shows you you don't have to be a Skywalker to be able to be a Jedi and to be able to use the Force. So now it, it opens up so many doors. To go to the Snoke story, you know, I, I, I honestly love the way he, he killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew that Snoke was manipulating his mind, and he knew that he was reading his mind. He was doing a damn play-by-play of how he was about to kill Ray, and you know ends up offing him. Uh, but I was also upset that okay, now I don't hear who Snoke is. But just because he's dead doesn't mean that we're not going to find out eventually. Yeah, who right. Snoke is? Can get a whole Snoke book. Well, yeah, least, yeah, well, or something. I just, you know, I just want to know how this dude came into power. Well, really. and, and they're probably going to do that through the books, or maybe even a solo, 
a solo movie. No you know, way. there's yeah. they're not gonna do a Snoke movie. No, Snoke I don't think anybody would ever see Snoke where he runs around and is crazy and gold lame. <laughs> I was surprised they killed him because because to me yeah. and again this is this is like to me why I felt like it's more of an ending an ending that sets up a new beginning and not so much a second act because to me the first order and Snoke they're the villains. You know, and so you, you, you have Snoke being defeated in the second movie. But again, like, ultimately, they're setting up Kyle Ren's the true villain of the series, yeah. you know. This is where I feel this movie, um, it certainly had whispers of Empire, but it, it I feel like it was almost like Empire and Jedi smashed together. Yeah. Well, that whole throne room scene is like, I mean, like a shot-for-shot shot remake of the <laughs> throne scene in, in Jedi. You know? I thought the throne room scene was great. Oh, oh no, I'm not saying bad. it was bad. It was awesome, it was but it was definitely like, yeah. you know, all all the dialogue was very similar, and then it was, and you know, uh, the sky, the dark Skywalker saves the the hero by turning on the the big bad, and oh hey look look I'm beating your friends out in the in space. Look through the window and yep. see like all that stuff. So, but when you think of, I mean, to me when you, if you like I overanalyze everything, obviously, but welcome to the club. Yeah, well, that's figure, why we're here. <laughs> yeah. You figure, uh, think about it though, New Hope. Darth Vader was not like the the leader. No, Grand Moff no. Tarkin was. Yep. And Kylo Ren was not the leader. It was Snoke. Then come Empire, Tarkin's gone, and all of a sudden uh, Vader is elevated, and he's more of the leader. Obviously b- below the Emperor, but he took more of a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Now Kylo Ren has taken more of a le- leadership role. I, it's like kind of pacing itself the same way to me. Again, because I overanalyze stuff like that, but I I think that him killing Snoke was it was awesome because it showed how dark it could be, and it just shows that he wants you know wants to take over that leadership, and he thinks that him and Ray are going to be able to now rule without yeah. Snoke. You know, he doesn't have to worry about him messing with them or whatever because he, he was conflicted in even the first one. He said, "I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it." You know, stuff like that because he has Snoke telling him one thing and but how he feels on the other hand. So it's almost to me like. He wa- he wants to go that path, but he didn't want to go the way that Snoke wanted him to go. Right. He wanted well, to take his own path. Well, and he e- and, he, and he eased up when he uh, could have taken out Leia. Mm-hmm. You know. But, well, so. and ultimately though, like I love Snoke's speech during that whole time. The whole him describing what kind of runs thinking through. Oh, the play by play. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you complete your training. Well, how do you complete your training when you're a Sith apprentice? You have master, to kill you the master. master. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and it was great, too, because it was literally Snoke's downfall was his arrogance. He was too arrogant to think Kylo Ren would turn on him. He was too arrogant to think that Kylo Ren viewed Rey as his true enemy, not Snoke. You know, and, and so Kylo Ren took out Snoke, and he even says to Rey, like, you know, we can, like, forget, you know, the First Order. Forget the Resistance. Like, Let's rebuild the futures together. To me, like I, I kind of feel like um, Kylo Ren was turning his back both on the Jedi Order and on the Sith Order. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of a Force user in his own way. And, and I don't, and, I don't and, think well, so. Well, that's that's what he said though. He said, "Kill the past." Yeah. He said, "We don't need the past. Let's start from start over from Which right is now." The theme of this damn movie. Yeah. 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 Well, well, and then and to me, the speech Yoda gives to Luke was kind of like that too. Like it's kind of like him saying like. Whatever, like, you know, you've read those books, those books are boring. Like, yeah. you don't need, like... Not a real like, page You don't turner. need to yeah, remember, like, don't remember that stuff. Just build on your teaching. Like, to me, that was kind of like Yoda saying to the fans, like, hey, 
remember like what you loved about Star Wars, the feelings you had, the emotions, move forward. Like, well, and, and, <laughs> and the difference between the Jedi and the Sith that Yoda's telling him that your apprentice will eventually be better than you. Yeah. Accept that and let them be better than you. Yeah. What's everyone's take on Luke's character in this movie? I understand why Mark Hamill was pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, this is another thing why I get upset. Um, obviously, we're talking about fictional characters, so it's kind of ridiculous. What? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> this is you th- life. You think about it, everybody's like, "Oh, that's so out of character for him. He wouldn't act like that way." But okay, let's think about it. <laughs> Those movies were forty years ago. You are going to be a t- completely different person forty years from then, and with all the stuff that he's gone through and seen, he's not going to act like he did when he was young. That's why I don't, you know, it's like with everything that happened with Kylo Ren and everything, basically tore his world apart. So he is going to be completely out of character, if you ask me. Yeah. I, I'm i similar page, but different train of thinking. Because when you first meet Luke, he's kind of whiny. He's kind of complaining to yeah. his uncles about having to do oh, stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted to go get and power then, converters. And then, yeah, and then he kind of <laughs> mans up for a bit, you know? Even then, like, he, like... Leaves Dagobah to go to Cloud City against Yoda's like better wishes. Like you, you see signs of immaturity in him, and then you, he has Kyle Ren kind of turns it over that he kind of realizes, hey, maybe I'm not the hero everyone thinks I am, and he takes it real personally and shuts himself off, shuts himself off to the Force. Like I, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, I like that whole uh, spiel about you know the the Jedi or the Jedi are fuck ups. Yeah, you know, they trained Darth Vader. I you know I, I we have these legends and people think of me in this way, but here's all the things that you know I screwed up and 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 created Kylo Ren pretty much. Uh, so yeah, he he's and he's living alone too. So he's sitting there alone on an island, much like Yoda, l- losing his mind, turning into a crackpot, and probably just. You know, sitting there thinking about all of his mistakes. Well, so, Yoda was a bit of a crackpot when we first met him, too. Yeah, absolutely, in his yeah, movie too, which was great. Yeah, yeah. I think that he, was. I think that was an act, but I think like the shyster Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine. Like I think, <laughs> yeah. that, I think that was an act. It was I don't a think, test. I, yeah, yeah. It was well, a test. I will say that. Seagull, stop it now. <laughs> yeah, the one scene that they end Force Awakens with, with her handing off the lightsaber, and then we go back to that scene after the space battle. This is where the movie might have been a little too silly. I felt like I that that moment could have been the same, but not silly. I, I feel like he could have, instead of chucking it over his shoulder and just going, eh, whatever, and walking away, it, it, it could have been more of a, you know, this is not my life anymore, or this is a relic, get this away, and chucking it to the side. or Still could have chucked it, but it, I feel like that moment needed some weight to it. That, that's the one silly moment that I wish wasn't silly. I, I thought that was an homage to Shyster Yoda. Oh, absolutely, that, like, it was. You know, but I don't know. I, I kind of, <laughs> every viewing, I knew this was going to happen. But every time I kept thinking that meme that was going around right after the movie, it said, uh, Was there a hand with it? Yeah. And that's why I, I was like, I was like, I know he's not going to say it, but how funny would that be? <laughs> but now after seeing that, it would have fit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's one thing, though, is that. They fired those two directors off of the Han Solo movie because they added too much comedy. But this right. was like serious, serious 
comedic bit, serious, serious, comedic bit, comedic bit, yeah. serious, how, how serious. How silly was that solo I mean, movie that they fired those guys? Well, yeah. that's, that's what a lot of people are complaining. Oh, too much humor, too much humor. Have you seen the original movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, humor. Han Solo is all humor. Mm-hmm. That's all, you know, so for all these people to be complaining about there's just too much humor, too much cheese in it, dude, watch those original I, movies again. I love the whole Poe the po thing where he was standing off with the with the Star Destroyer and, and just. Yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, uh, I'm on hold for yeah. Hux. Dude, yeah, they, they, that they, was great. Hux, yeah. Hux, I've been comparing Hux to Smithers. He's, he's, <laughs> he's just a, he is just a bitch. He's just a bitch to Snoke. And and they bitched because immediately after that, didn't Snoke freaking flop him all over yeah. the place? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I love that. That was something like right out of, of a BBC show or something. I like that scene encapsulated, but I didn't like that that was the first scene. Well, it was it was fitting with uh, Poe's first scene with uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. It's like, okay, well, I talk to you, talk to you, talk or I talk. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, sure. he's he's got he's that totally thing. He's totally the new Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's oh, yeah. just who he is. And the first time he meets Finn and... You know, yeah. oh, you need a pilot, don't you? I need a pilot. Yeah. So it, that's just, that's Poe. Yeah. And, and we see where that brashness causes some issues with, um, uh, what's Laura Dern's character? Holden? Holden? Yeah. Vice yeah. Admiral Holden? Yeah. Holdo? I didn't, I didn't care H- for Hordor? her. Hordor? But I think, yeah. Hordor? 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 <laughs> I didn't care for her at first, but I think that's the point. Yeah. Because her... Demise is probably one of the greatest scenes in that movie. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That though. was great. I will remember that forever. Oh, that is so just, amazing. The, the perfect use of silence. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful. Because in space, nobody can hear well, you. Well, it, it was good too because, like, his, his post story arc, this whole movie was teaching him to go from being the. The flyboy who just is out for the glory and is out to be ridiculous to the leader who's thinking long term. Right. Like by the end of the movie, he is kind of now the leadership of the rebellion, which because the well, rebellion leadership's gone. There's, well, there's yeah. twelve there's, people. There's, I don't <laughs> say. Yeah, there's a dozen people in that Falcon at the end. Yeah. But, well, and that was too. I mean, he at the end, you know, he. They want to rush in, or Finn wants to rush in. He's like, "No, let's let's just chill." He like, you know, obviously he learned his lesson from that whole thing, and everybody's learning a lesson yeah. somewhere. I love I that Leia, like, right? Yeah. 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 Not yeah. only does she sh- shock him or stun him, but he like flies across right. the yeah. too. Yeah. So I didn't like. Supposedly they killed off Admiral Ackbar. Like they did instantly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't like that well, either because at first I didn't think that was him because he's supposed to be this brilliant tactician, but yet. He was confused when Leia's like, oh, we need to get away from that cruiser. And he's like, what do you I, mean? I still don't understand the slow speed chase thing. I mean, that was it was the OJ chase, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was very Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah that 30, 30 <laughs> was, minutes or whatever. It was totally Battlestar yeah. Galactica. So, so are they just... They're going just fast enough that the Star Destroyers have to maintain a certain speed that their ships can't... Chase them, yeah, it's, and then it's, they're just out of range that they can just bomb their the back end of their shields. Th- those tie yeah. fighters aren't made made for to be too far away from the stars. Yeah, yeah, they all have a lot of fuel because they're made for quick fights and go back yeah. in. And so it was like if they got too far out, they couldn't get back to the yeah the cruiser in time. And then they were too they were far enough out that their the lasers could hit them, mm-hmm. but by the time they hit them, there wasn't much force left to do damage to the force field. You know, basically, we had a, a two-hour slow-speed chase. I, yeah. That was a little... It was the opposite of Mad Max. Yeah, it was. Yes. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was no tension. <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's weird to me, and they, they this kind of happens in the... This kind of happened in the, all of the newer movies. 
the way that hyperspace was kind of portrayed before was that like it's fast, but it still takes time. So this whole like, okay, we have like two hours, zip over to this other planet and then zip back. That's like that wouldn't have worked before. Like it. it well, no, it, it was sixteen hours. They they had sixteen hours. It's, it's still too fast. Hyperspace travel would still like unless that planet was real close, it would still take days. Well, I mean, so I think let let me remind that. you, this is a movie. It's no, I know fictional. <laughs> well, you do kind of see that though. Is not real, so they can make it whatever they want. You do no, see that though in Ray's storyline, because we see Ray from the moment she hands the lightsaber over. But you gotta figure though that doesn't take. So obviously, like well, no, that's Ray's what on I that said. planet it's, for multiple they've been days doing it since. They've been doing it since they restarted. Like they're yeah. the the way that the and I'm not I'm not I'm no, I'm no, saying no, for continuity of the the series. Well, yeah. I, I don't care how hyperspace works, but if it's the same thing with how like in the original trilogy they fight with the lightsabers like this because they're heavy, and then in the prequels they're like you know flipping and stuff. It's like totally different. Well, because yeah, I know what you mean because like in New Hope when Millennium Falcon when they're in hyperspace. They're in it for a while. Yeah, they're like you know, lounging it's not, around. It's not an it's, instantaneous. Okay, vroom, vroom. Yeah. they're they're and in it for a while and then they come and out. Now of it's it like and, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think they kind of do that in this movie a little bit because they have because you got to figure Ray's storyline takes place over at least four days, to where the the whole chase scene takes place over maybe twenty hours top. So you do get a little bit of that. But during that whole thing, Finn and uh, Rose get. To that other planet and find the guy. I mean, it's which, but that which takes some close to that takes them close to fourteen hours though. Yeah, Cause, that, cause, that, cause that they whole get, side plot. I mean, it was neat to have a little side adventure. I don't. It, well, just, it, it didn't, didn't mean anything. Didn't need to end. be there, and it didn't yeah. mean anything in the end. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they had, in the end, that codebreaker. They didn't like it either. No, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a different podcast. Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the in the end, the codebreaker uh, didn't end up helping them. They it ended up just being a complete wash, man. Well, I, one, I think it helped. I'm sorry, you go. Oh no, go. I just that that whole scene. What would have made it awesome? And I, when they said they're gonna go to this to find this code breaker, I looked at my wife. I said, I bet it's this person. If they would have gone to that high stakes table, and it would have been Lando. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's the first thing I thought. That's too. the very first yeah, thing. Yeah. As soon as they said, oh, he's gonna be at a high stakes table. He's a code breaker. Go find him. I'm like. Oh, I bet that's Lando. I bet that's Lando. Then it ended up being Justin Thoreau. Yeah. <laughs> even, if, even, if, even if Lando was just there. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I just thought that would have been yeah. that would have made it worth it to me. But yeah, that was that was basically they didn't know a way to introduce Benicio del Toro's uh, character, so that's how they had to do it. Right. So. Well, I, I think part of it though was it was for Finn's story arc because Finn leaves the First Order and Force Awakens, meets Ray, meets Poe, and all he knows is the Force First Order. Doesn't know much about the galaxy outside the First Order. Doesn't really have much of a con- personal connection to anyone but Paul and Ray. So, you know, he meets Rose. Him and Rose goes to this planet. While he's on there, he's like, you know, he, he's in the casino. He's fatuated with it. He's like, this is, place is awesome, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, all Finns want to do since we first meet him first in Force Awakens is to get away from the First Order, not fight the First Order. And so then he goes to this planet. Rose is showing him like, "Hey, these there's you know people outside the first order who are just as corrupt and as evil mm. as the first order. There's you know tyrants everywhere." And then Rose is kind of learning to be a, a hero within her own right. And so I, I kind of I 
I thought the casino scene was a little long. It should not have lasted as long as it did, especially like some of those Mancha scenes. But I, I thought for Finn's story arc, it had a lot of growth to it. And for it's, Finn. It, it set up the the forces everywhere, and that's where you got the kid at the end. Yeah, and you can be anybody. And yeah, and you got to see some luck dragons. It was great. I yeah. felt like we got we had two <laughs> two endings to the movie. Had this been a, a typical Star Wars trilogy second act, the the end of the movie would have been them taking off on the Falcon. And then and then going right to the credits, mm-hmm. but then they've got to set up Ryan Johnson's new trilogy, and that's that kid using the force to grab the broom, and yeah. our heroes or our force users are going to come from anywhere, kind of thing. Well, that plus two to me. I mean, the, the reason, or a lot of the reason for that was that whole you had to have time for Finn and Rose to be together because what did she say? Like when she sacrifices herself, she says, oh, you, what you do for love and kisses them. They had to have some time together to actually develop that. Well, Otherwise, it's like, oh, I have no idea who that is. I just, I, I love them. And, that's, and that shows you Finn's story too because like Finn goes from being the guy who's the least guy to sacrifice himself. He's trying to do everything to stay alive. Yeah. He's constantly trying to ditch everyone the first chance he gets. You know, to the point now he's willing to sacrifice himself to save everyone behind them, which was very, goes very against the Finn you saw who was trying to jump in the escape pod. I, I see, I disagree that it, I don't think you're, I think you're painting Finn to be a coward when I don't think he, I don't think he was doing that for himself. I think he was doing it for Ray. I need to get this beacon as far away as I can so Ray doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah, and he was he was all about Ray. Uh, he did it in a very poor way, but he was all about Ray. Well, even his first words are, "Where's Ray?" Yeah. Well, even in the Force Awakens, though, like he was, you know, he never wanted to go back and be the Resistance fighter. No, no, no you're no, right, but I think I think yeah. I mean I'm I'm just I want to make sure that 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 piece of it that it, he is doing it to save Ray. It's not yeah. just to save yeah. his own. I mean, because even ass. in the first one, in Force Awakens, he literally tried to bail. He, at Ma- Ma- Maz's place, he found yeah. somebody that would take him. You know, yeah. He was like, oh, I'm out of here. He's it's, like, and you should come with me. Kind of his thing, he bails. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there 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 were a lot of characters and to, to develop, and that's what Ryan Johnson does. He's a character developer. So to develop that many characters, you are going to have to have these subplots and things like that. That, that that's going to have to. And I think Finn needed a little bit more development, like you said. He needed to learn, you know, because in the first one, he obviously just wanted to bail. So he needed to, a reason to make him want to actually to fight. Yeah, and then I, I enjoyed Rose, and I liked Rose's story arc because again, yeah. she went from a person who was having anxiety talking to Finn, being like, you know, I, I spent all my days talking to Pipes or whatever, you know, and she kind of was hesitant to about being a hero. She's suffering from her her sister's death, which I thought her sister's death was a great, was kind of a, a, a fun, sad way to open the movie. And then fun she sad. goes... <laughs> fun. Death and, and destruction. It was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was so fun. You know, and she goes from this girl who barely can talk to Finn to being brave enough to save him and have the wise wisdom to say, like, you know, we're not fighting something we hate. We're fighting to save what we love. No, I thought that was a sweet moment. I mean, it, the there's nothing wrong with having sweet moments like that in these films. And I think that a lot of the the, the hate is, is, is about that. And I want to go back real quick to a comment you made, Rick, about how some of the stuff felt like a BBC film uh, or show. but Because I, I felt like the humor and the pacing... And some of the creatures really did feel like British humor. Like you're watching mm-hmm. um, the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy TV show that was on BBC or, or Doctor Who or 
or whatever. Like the 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 creatures on uh, whatever the Luke's planet was looked like BBC characters. Most of the cast were all British actors. Oh yeah, you know, it's it's a very for this new trilogy is very British for being such an American franchise. Yeah, the first ones were. Yeah, the first ones were though too. Yeah, yeah, all the Imperials had a had a uh, English accent. You, You mentioned sweet moments. Darth Vader didn't have an English accent. Well, well. David Prowse did. <laughs> True, fair. What What are some of your like favorite moments from the film? I love the. I mean the uh, the hyperspace yeah. suicide was great. Yeah, that um, should have been Akbar though. I'm saying it. Yeah, well, That's the death I'm upset about. See, I Akbar. thought that was really? Leia. Didn't the voice of uh, Akbar die though? Yeah, you can't replace that. It's a frap. I my my favorite two scenes were. Luke and R2 and, and Luke and Yoda. Yeah. Like, those were... And that's the old Star Wars guy in me, and, I, and that's... Yeah. Not... I don't... That's not why they were there. They were plot points, but but that that pulled that. that those mm-hmm. tugged on my heart. I... That throne room scene where that, that fight scene with, mm-hmm. with yeah. Ray and Kylo against the, the guards was just... That was phenomenal. I love that. Just from the very last fight where she throws him the lightsaber and he just... And right through the guy's head. Oh man, that was. Do you think she's got like a a, a bad boy thing for him? Oh yeah, yeah. I think there's tension, and yeah. that's why I think too that they did. Uh, uh, they brought in Rose so that Finn would have a romantic interest, oh. mm-hmm. because in the first one it was kind of implied that Ray and uh, Finn might have some kind of thing starting out. So I think that's another reason why they brought Rose in so that they could get that out of the way, because I think that. All the tension is gonna, you know, needs to be between Kylo and and Ray. I thought it was and Finn and Poe. <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's all the fans want. The that fans a, are like dying for. That was a bromance, not a romance. <laughs> no, there's a go Tumblr. There's yeah, a go lot of Tumblr. It's not there's a, a lot of people shipping Finn. Like there's like my Instagram. There's people posting like Disney just needs to like get with the times and and let Finn and Poe be together. That's the, they're truly meant to be together. I'm just like uh, and they and they they teased. Uh, Poe Ray at the very end. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. That, so that was yeah. their first meeting. Yeah. 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 And you know, you know, he knows who she is because BB-8 was talking about her. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that oh. was, I mean, but that, obviously the, that tension has to go between them because of the scene with Kylo Ren with his shirt off and everything. Right. And then oh, there yeah. was obvious mm-hmm. tension, you know, I, that's, that's what they're, that's what they're building up, I and like, I think that's why they brought Rose in to kind of guide now, Finn away from. Uh, not not Ryan Johnson's uh, explanation, but one of the uh, cinematographers for the movie explained that the reason they had his shirt off was to was to portray since they didn't show, even though they were doing these uh, FaceTime talks, you know, through for, force time, <laughs> force time, force time <laughs> talks, um, they weren't showing them together, but they wanted to to let you know that she sees him in whole, not just like. Not just a spirit of him, or not just his face. She's sense. seeing that he does not have his shirt on. Well, he and, even and, mentioned it because yeah. he said, "Can you see what where I'm at?" Yeah. And she said, "Yeah." He's like, "That's weird. Yeah. I can't see where you're." Can at. you see how buff I am? <laughs> that dude, that dude was jacked. Well, yeah. I think it might yeah, be Adam a lot Driver. He just kind of checks, like, you know, I had my shirt off like every other scene in Girls, so I need my shirt off at least once here yeah, for my fans. He was always <laughs> a skinny dude in Girls, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. why he looked he looked different in this film. The first one, I kept thinking he was the dude from Girls. I kept expecting him to touch Ray inappropriately and say something gross. So, um, <laughs> what, and he uh, but, but, he, her. But, but he throws the same tantrums in, yes. in Girls as he throws in. in oh yeah, you know, like his 
the all the tantrums he was through because I was cracking up laughing during Force Awakens because I yeah you know, I like girls I'm like oh man that's basically the same tantrum he threw in girls. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just girls gonna say the show with uh, the gross girl. Liam well, Dunham. Liam yes. Dunham. Oh, no, uh, William's daughter. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that yeah. it. Okay. I, I, I'll be honest. I've never seen I've never uh, seen it. I just, it know, no, I just know that I've he's in it. I've seen a minute it, and yeah. a half of it. Yeah. And, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's all it took. Yeah. You had I, an epiphany. Yeah, so I call bullshit on the BB-8 said I have a bad feeling. Oh, yeah. I think that's just, yeah, that's yeah. just their way of. It, well, somebody had to say Again, it. we're going to kill it. It yeah. it started getting used way too much. I did like in Rogue One that they almost they almost said it and then the door closed well, on. I accept them. that. That's yeah. fine. But to, to to they should have had somebody just say it was kind of cute having Leia yeah. go. I agree with the droid. So it's somebody from the original trilogy, you know, uh, acknowledging yeah, it kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, we don't know what these. I, I guess that's one of the things I didn't like is I didn't like how. Again, this is them trying to kind of kill off the original trilogy and right. set up their new universe. I didn't like how R2-D2 had no scenes, pretty much. Yeah, just the yeah. one scene with Luke, really. Yeah, well, and he had and almost no scenes in the last movie, too. It's yeah. like, it, it's They're really trying to get rid of R2-D2. Well, they're getting rid of Kenny, Kenny Baker's dead, too. Yeah. So. Well, they got a new three-foot guy. Yeah. But yeah. Well, they all, got a new Chewbacca, too, but yeah. it's not the same. No. Yeah, it really isn't. But what I did notice was that all the astromechs, because they showed more of them, not just the Imperial they're all BBs. one. They're all, they're all BB units. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've gotten away from the tripod... Astromech, you know, R2 unit. Yeah, because yeah, that dark side one uh, that mm-hmm. was, uh, what, BB-9? BB-9. BB-8. Yeah. That's what we're calling them on the internet. BB-8. BB-8. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of, it was, I mean, it wasn't necessary, but it was kind of cool seeing, like, the BB-8 now has his own enemy as well. Sure. You know, oh, yeah. It was kind of cool. They better have a fight scene in the next movie. I do. that would be <laughs> fantastic. I'd watch every second of it. We'll so <laughs> this is one thing I thought of, too, because like, I like how they kind of showed that when the when BB-8 like looked at the BB-8 kind of looked at them and like it seemed like it kind of implied that that droid's the one who like alerted the Imperials. Uh, you oh, know, I, oh yeah. I just assumed that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I like how they kind of showed you them scanning. So I kind of think we haven't talked about this scene much at all. But I think when Luke is in, you know, talking to Leia and he walks by and he winks at three CPO, I think that's him <coughs> acknowledging. Can you hey, say that again? C-3PO. <laughs> I think that's him kind of acknowledging, like, C-3PO knows that he's a force yeah, ghost. Yeah, yeah. And that he's winking at him. The wink's not so much like, hey, nice see, but it's, hey, yeah. I'm not here. Hey, you know? keep your mouth shut. No, yeah. <laughs> keep I'm, it on the DL. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fairly certain Leia knew, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost based on... Let let's start talking about that scene. There's there's oh, you know, Leia dropping got some, a little force, misty. some well, force stuff on <laughs> yeah, us and, yeah. and and Mary Poppins stuff on us all at once. <laughs> I didn't like the look of that. I didn't like it. Just, it was weird. It looked so weird. She was it was so awkward. Stiff and she was just like her robes didn't really flow at all. Or anything. Oh, the yeah, that was okay. Uh, that's the one when my first viewing that happens early in the film. Yeah, yeah. and and. I checked out real early into that. I was like, and fuck this movie. Because um, I thought that was... I First of all, she had shown no sort of force sensitivity, sensitivity at all, other than the fact that she could sort of feel her twin she somewhere. She could feel. She could talk to Luke. She felt when um, Han died. She felt when Han died. Yeah. Um, You're wrong, sir. Yeah. because yeah. so, But remember. she had done nothing. She had no, done nothing. And then that's now why she, they now did she can resurrect herself and fly through space. I, I think that's why they but, did it. I don't even think she was resurrecting. I, I almost, think that she almost, she, the force 
It's it space, protected dude. That's yeah. right. I, I feel like, yeah, that hey, was the force. If, if Iron Man can do it in a, in a metal suit, why, why can't the force well, protect her? And, and, and I think, too, it wasn't so much her doing it intentionally as more of a kind of like just the force within her like more yeah. of like a natural reaction the, the was, force right. was protecting her the force so yeah. she got, she got covered in metachlorians and they dragged well, no, her back I mean you gotta figure though I mean even in Empire when they said no there is another mm-hmm. yeah because he said that boy is our only hope no there is another sure. so she's gotta have the ability to oh, be yeah. able to to, well, to, it, to manipulate the force supposedly in the original novelization it. that goes even deeper in that Yoda truly wanted to train Leia and not Luke mm. Um, I think maybe it was actually in the in the Jedi novelization. Yoda would have preferred to have trained Leia. But that's that's my point though. That, like you said, they hadn't shown her use any yeah. kind of force, so they had to show. Her, I think they had to show her use some kind of force. That might have been over the top a bit. But like I said, I don't think it was her doing it. I think it was the force protecting her. And then she woke up and was like, "Oh, I got blown up. I better go back over there." I, I initially thought it was like a dream sequence because yeah. the, the way they cut it. Where she comes back up to the door, and then all of a sudden she's on a gurney. There was like no, I thought maybe, but I thought they were fucking with us the whole time after she died, and saying that oh we're having these meetings about nine, and nine was going to be her movie, <laughs> and and yeah she's got some major scenes, and and we're we're not going to cut her out of this movie, and then all of a sudden she gets blown out of the ship. Uh, as soon as that happens, I turn to Zach and I'm like, did they just kill her? Well, that's 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 <laughs> like what this that whole was movie that? was. It was all a bunch of. Things to shock you, to bring you out of the comfort zone, to make you realize, oh wait, I I have my theories and I I think I know what's happening, but it's all wrong, right? You know, and I yeah. think that was a shocking because nobody expected her to die like that. So all of a sudden she's gone, and everybody, oh oh, she's gone yeah. like that early. So I, I I mean that's that's what I loved about this movie mostly, all the different shocking moments. But the big shock of that was that she died in real life. So they obviously, yeah. didn't, they obviously didn't plan that. Yeah, I wasn't in this movie expecting that they were going to kill her off this movie. Yeah. That, and so, I, so when that happened, I was like, whoa, they're killing her off a lot sooner than I thought. Like I said, I really thought at the end she was going to be the one to stay behind on the ship. That that oh. the whole speech you're like, yeah, yeah. like, hey, you taught me how to you know, lose someone. Like, you can do it. I was expecting her to be like, hey. I've fought this fight for forty years now. I'm or over forty years now, whatever. You know, I'm I'm done. This is my time. This is rebellions now. Your guys is. I'm kind of glad that it was Laura Dern. I, I just did, I don't know. I, I thought Laura Dern's character was unnecessary. I wasn't a big fan of it. I, I didn't like it. I didn't understand why uh, Vice Admiral being a evening gown. Yeah. It was weird. Well, because yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta be fancy. Yeah. Well, she's in she's in the books, right, Josh? <laughs> yeah, but military yeah. people usually wear their dress. Uh, military uniform. She was wearing a dress. Well, but that's that's a weird thing too. Is <laughs> that twisting the, my words, sir? I'm a lawyer. That's what that's I do. That's one right? thing I, I, I don't get, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that. With, like the the rebellion and the resistance. It's always been like a weird mix of like people wearing whatever they want. And yeah. then, like, loose uniforms. Yeah, I mean, think of uh, what's-her-name and <laughs> Mon uh, Mothma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she was wearing a long, flowy dress, too. But she was a senator. But this it lady was, was a yeah. vice admiral. It was, it was very so. much like what, what Leia was wearing originally, where it was this kind of, you know, heavier thing with a big collar and had some Princess Leia can wear she wants. I don't know who this other lady is. Right. No, I get yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, and, and, and honestly, you know, and I've seen comments to this, too, is like, 
okay, yeah, I can see where you've got this problem with Poe, and he's a fly boy, and he wants to just go shoot things. But, you know, you got a plan. He could be part of He was busted down. He lost his clearance. He yeah. was on a need-to-know basis. Yeah, and he that's, that's to really know. what it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I think that's them punishing him. That was totally I, punishing that him. Was, that was them being like, look, like, you're not... The resistance is more than just you, and yep. you need to learn to look past your quick your quick thoughts because he just thinks instantaneously. Well, think how much that guy lucked out, that guy that plays him, because in Force Awakens, he was supposed to die early in the movie. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now all of a sudden, he's a huge part of the entire rebellion. You know, that it's, yeah. you know what, though? It can't be called the rebellion anymore, though. Now that you think about it, it's still because resistance. Well, it's the, the rebellion. Dirty doesn't. One. The Rebellion yeah. won in Return of the Jedi. But they did So the New though. Order is almost like... But they did. They destroyed the, they destroyed the Emperor and, and all the celebration they, they and everything. They established a new government and sent yeah. the Empire back. Pa- pa- so just, basically, uh, the, the New Order is actually kind of the Rebellion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, well, but the New Order is... The New Order has been... Or the, fir- the First Order has been yeah, first order. In, in charge. Because they, they blew up... In Force Awakens, they blow up the capital planet, so there goes everybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were the rebellion. Yeah. 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 But are they just as decimated as the resistance? Not to the same numbers, but they blew up Starkiller Base. That obviously killed a ton of their troops. They destroyed that. Plus a bunch that, of contractors. That yeah. Just work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the janitor's mopping the... the uh, <laughs> no, janitor they, got they, out. They, they, they killed that Dreadnought. They killed Snoke's ship, which is huge, plus yeah. all, all of the ships around it. That Dreadnought was a sweet ship. Yeah. Well, it yeah. sounded like, though, that Dreadnought was... Maybe a, this is me just was, making up was my one head. Was one of them. Well, one of, like, at least four or something. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing, though. Is, They're is expensive. This, you can only is, have is a few of them. So, yeah. going back to what you are saying, though, is that the first... Or, the, the Empire was never fully destroyed. Because the Empire mer- somehow changes into the First Order. And so there's still a lot of... There's still, like, regiments of the Empire, which then becomes regiments of the First Order around. This and is whole, well, it's, a, it's a whole contingency plan that the Emperor had. Yeah, and, yeah. and the whole, like, stealing... Like, the, the stormtroopers are, are children that were stolen to become stormtroopers that General Hux's father intermented the program and then goes on, and then General Hux takes over when his father dies. And so it's really unclear how, at the time, how many troops they had. Okay. But this, I, would, this, I would say it's a lot bigger than what we see, mm-hmm. only because they they, like... So if you read, like, the Aftermath books and stuff... Which they're, you know, it's not like before where it was canon for us, but George never thought it was canon. Where now the books, they treat all of that as part of the actual story. And, I mean, they were literally, like, that. the plan went into place as soon as the Death Star exploded. And they all regrouped in the Unknown Regions. And so I think, like, they've been building in... This goes back to where I, 30 I, years. I need to know. I need to know. I need to know what what Snoke's origin is and yeah. why he yeah. is I don't want him to be, you know how it was like, oh, maybe he's Mace Windu or maybe he's right, Boba right. Fett or whatever. Like, I don't need him to be somebody. I just want to know who he where is. Where he came from. Yeah, where he how, came I, from. How he rose to power. Um, I, when we did the talk in, in July, you had brought up this Force user that was, uh, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, in the Aftermath books, um, they talk about how um, Palpatine always felt this power that was stronger than him calling to him from the unknown regions. So part of his contingency plan was to send everybody there. And that's, they haven't, they're, they're going, they're building more towards what that means or like what happened in the comics and in the books, but we, we just haven't gotten there yet. 
See, I still worry that Johnson just wants to do his own thing, and he's just going to say, okay, well, all you, you did all those books, all those comics, that's great. Well, fuck you, none of it means anything, so I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah, but yeah, he, I don't he think still those, has to report to <laughs> some, Remember, remember some, those guys who yeah, were the directors I mean, of Han Solo? Yeah, yeah. The, but, uh, well, like kind of under diff- the story groups, the story Kathleen Kennedy and the story group still reign supreme. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, they, and, and I, they, well, real quick, they fired. They already fired the writer director of Nine to bring J.J. Abrams back in. So they love them some Ryan Johnson because his his movie is one of the few movies that they didn't fire anybody, and it was just yeah, done. they didn't touch it. Yeah. But he might but, be able to do whatever he wants because he's going to go so far left of what mm-hmm. the Skywalker storyline and all that stuff. That that's what I'm saying. His trilogy is going to be totally different and all new characters. Right. And so he can do basically Right, and that's that added, wants. to me, that added finish. Right. We, we, got, we got the second part of this trilogy finish, and then we got the, oh, but by the way, Ryan Johnson's going to write some shit in five years. I guess my thing with the, the, the this movie's connection to... The other extended universe is uh, Captain Phasma. They spent six issues rehabilitating Captain Phasma, only to just wipe her out like she was nothing. And, and a book too. And a book, and a book. yeah. yeah. It's... But again, I mean, all you saw was her fall. You didn't see her die for sure. True. Yeah, but she's still got. She's still supposed to be this big badass yeah. ultimate fighter, and she got waxed again. Well, and I thought that fight was to me. That fight with Finn didn't make sense to how she was portrayed in the book. Yeah, and her fighting skills in the book. I'm like, Finn is is a decent, okay fighter, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, let's remember, he was a janitor. Now, he was a janitor. Yeah. yeah. Plus, as we know from Game of Thrones, she's really good with a sword. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but he bests her when when you know she thinks she kills him. He comes up off that lift. It was and, a sucker punch. Kind of, yeah, gets her from behind. So yeah, it was speak. very Back to the Future too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it was, it was Marty McFly coming up on the oh, uh, on the DeLorean. <laughs> I, I do wonder though if some of the some of the, the slight continuity errors or slight like differences between The Force Awakens and this movie is because of a different director. Oh yeah, but like I mean, one of the yeah. big things we haven't talked about yet is the Knights of Ren. No mention them whatsoever, nope. yeah. and no yeah. mention. Were they supposed th- to be those red guards? No, that's well, that was my thought. Was maybe no. they were red guards. Every time you we we saw the story or heard the story in Force Awakens of Ben Solo's fall, it involved the knights, him and the Knights of Ren wiping out Luke's. Well, plus students. you saw them. Yeah, <laughs> in that flashback, yeah. him they with were there. those others, they were there. And then in this time, you got three different stories told. Not one time was the Knights of Ren mentioned. Nope. So in uh, in well, those two flashbacks, uh, you know Ben Solo's version and Luke's version, did Ben snapped and he just took the whole thing out by himself? I think somewhere like. we we were. I can't remember if they if they say it in the movie or if it's somewhere else. But if maybe it's in the novelization of the movie, but that. He takes some of, like, some of Luke's students side with Kylo. Well, he oh. says he yeah. says but that he kills in, the other one. He says that in his, ver- okay, yeah. Luke says that when Luke finally tells her, because you get three versions. You first get the version Luke tells her not involving him with the lightsaber. Then you get the version of Kylo Ren tells her, which you get Kylo Ren's side of it, which seems very, which seems accurate ish. And then you finally get Luke telling her the full truth. And he says, and I think during that version, he says, like, Kyle Ren left a handful of my students and killed the rest. Yeah. 
I just so assume that, 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 that's what I yeah. assume. Yeah, that's what I assume too. But yeah. then I was like, well, I where still, are they? I mean, I still assume that they were they're lying. They were those red guards. Man. That's what yeah. I was thinking too. Because normally the emperor always surrounded themselves with royal guards who were force sensitive, and those guys could fight. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like they yeah, were just they were pretty badass. <laughs> you know, they they were a good. Bat, you know, a good challenge for them. Maybe you guys. I th- I th- I know this is my second screening, and I watched more closely in my third screening. I thought I thought it was kind of weird that I get like Ray fighting and not using the force as she fought, but Kyle Ren fights those guards and doesn't use the force once to his advantage. Like you get, you, especially in like the the prequels when you see Jedi fight. They're constantly using the force to throw their opponents across oh, the with, room and with stuff. Vader in the hallway. Yeah, you yeah. get you get like. At one point, you get three guards basically coming down on Kyle Ren, and he does not use the force to push them away. Yeah. He fights through it. Well, that's why I also think that they probably were the Knights of Ren, because they also have been trained, you know, a little bit in so the force. You think he was so counter, kind of counter 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 force counteracting You know it? what I mean? That could be true. I did <laughs> love that scene afterwards where you get, first they kind of pan up from the dead Snoke face. And, oh, and, yeah. and you get Hux going, so what exactly happened here? <laughs> <laughs> and then you see like the arms still on the throne. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, that was great. I like how you got Hux thinking about shooting him when he was down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. you've always, the relationship between them two in the movies has always been they don't like each other. Right. Well, and they were somewhat equals. One is military yeah. and one is force, you know, basically Tarkin and Vader, exactly. really. But, yeah. But on equals. But, but then Hux, Hux goes bitch real quick. Well, yeah. and Hux was part of the new or the first order way before Kylo Ren came along. Yeah. Too. Oh, okay. Well, it, yeah. it's it, it, his dad was an Imperial officer in the original em- Empire. So mm. yeah, like what? Hux, Hux like fifteen when he gets thrown into the first order. What book is that from? Um, Aftermath. Aftermath and Phasma. Okay. So F- uh, Hux's dad, Brendel Hux, is the guy that finds Phasma and brings her into the fold. And then he puts his son, who's a young officer, kind of like in charge of whatever. I like, I like that actor, though. Him and his dad, Donald Gleason, and his dad. Yeah. I like, I've always liked his dad's acting, and now I really like Donald well, I think, Gleason. I think he plays that Imperial officer role perfectly. Yeah, but I mean, I liked him even in Ex Machina. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that was him a, in that. Yeah, I, I, that, him I think that guy Palmer himself is really yeah. good. Yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he was in that Leo DiCaprio movie too, Revenant. Yeah, 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 yeah. he was in Revenant. Yeah. He did a great job oh, in that yeah, movie okay. too. Yeah, I just I, I really like that actor. I, like I said, I've always liked his dad, and his dad's in everything. Uh, his dad was uh, best in Gangs of New York, where he was the, he was the one that had the uh, shillelagh and he had the okay, notches yeah. in the shillelagh. Oh right, Bren- yeah. and Brendan Gleeson is his name. I think. Okay, um, but yeah, he's and he was in In Bruges or whatever. Was that is that movie with Colin Farrell? Is it In In Bruges? Or? I don't know. Oh boy, it's not not sure. It's a good movie, but he's he's awesome too. So I I like I like him. Can we talk for a second about how I don't know if it's luck or amazing casting, but they lucked out on almost every character. The casting is Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, because these two movies. Yeah, the uh, every character. I can't see these people being cast, but it's anybody else. Mm -hmm. I mean, Daisy Ridley is great. Uh, You can't say enough about her, and and it just goes down the line. I, I I think that's. That's to them having the forethought of a looking at everyone they can and b not being afraid to cast someone that didn't have a big name because sure. they, they knew they knew no matter who they cast, Star Wars was going to sell. Yeah, to where there's other movies that rely on the actors, the big name actor to sell the movie to the audience. Star Wars doesn't need that, so they were able to really. I think they took their time. 
They looked at everyone they could possibly find and found the right people. That's why it's odd that you have Laura Dern and Benicio Del Toro in this. But you have them as side characters. No, very, very side characters. <laughs> I, I, I were, like Benicio I think they Del Toro. Were, so, yeah, yeah. I, I think they were in it just because they're huge fans, and they were like, "Please put me in your yeah. movie." <laughs> I, I thought the uh, you know the stutter that he had uh, as an as an as an actor that's got to be impossible. Yeah, like every any anything he's been in, he's always had some kind of quirk. Oh yeah, and that was the quirk they gave him in this. And for, uh, for, I think he came up. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Like he's always like in the, in something. Snatch, he was missing a finger, and yeah. obviously that was in the in the script. But he's always had some type of quirk, and that to I mean, have that, he basically t- talked like he talked in Usual Suspects. Right? Yeah, I mean, right. it was very similar. You know, with just a different. You know, he just. Like put the accent on even thicker, yeah. you know. And, well, yeah, and he's in the, he's too. in the Marvel movies as the collector. Like yep. he has, yeah. he's in that Disney family. But even like if you look, go through the Force Awakens, like there was so many cameos that you find out later that you know Daniel Craig's in it, Kevin Smith's in it, yeah. Simon Pegg's in it. You know what I mean? Well, like that was this one too. Why they said uh, that there was. Uh, well, the the two princes were yeah. stormtroopers. Yeah, supposedly their they scene were got cut. cut supposedly, and then but, um, who's the dude? Uh, who's the dude that played Bane? Oh, Tom, Tom Hardy. Tom yeah. Hardy is a stormtrooper somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure those things are going to start coming out. Yeah, um, you know they they pull in like. Well, Kev, they have that Kev, scene where there's like a thousand of them too. Yeah. Well, plus yeah. you like Justin Throw. Is it? Yeah, he was the the gambler. You know, right? Like, he, I didn't know who it was, but Shan's like, "That's Justin Throw." I'm like, I, I his voice. Or his, oh yeah. no, but who, uh, who's the guy that does the voice of the? Uh, the alien on the casino planet that's reporting them parked on the beach. Oh, oh yeah. Which that's know. Zach's biggest bitch is that that whole casino thing and them going to jail could have, uh, they could have avoided all of that had they parked that fucking thing <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, I didn't exactly. understand that either, especially because they had a four, like a whole like little cliffside they And they don't even get a ticket. They go right to jail. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> well, uh, you know, speaking of, I do have something I need he, to read He was here. black, so I mean, that's... That yeah. happens. Oh, <laughs> DWB. Yeah, yeah. DWB. Yeah, been, was he in the uh, Is yet? this a statement? <laughs> yes. I, and, I have a... And he was with a female Asian yeah. driver. Right. I have something to say that when he gets done. I, I have a statement here that... So, and let me just set it up real quick. So, Thursday, uh, Jay and I went and saw it. We saw a 7 o'clock show. We went with our buddy Mike and, and uh, Zach Gowan joined us. After the movie, we kind of went out into, into the, you know, reception area or whatever, the bar area, and we chatted a bit. But we kind of just kind of went on our own separate ways because we didn't want to talk too loud because there were other people there and whatnot. And then I saw it at, at 10.30 again. When I came out after seeing it at 10.30, Zach's blowing my phone up with, <laughs> with, with theories and questions. And the next couple days until um, other people had seen it and he didn't have many people to talk to about it. But anyway, I asked him to be here, and, and he's just a busy dude, but he's like, I have, a, I have a statement I want you to read, and I want you to read it word for word. Jeez. So I have a prepared statement from this Zach. This ought to be great. <laughs> I have a prepared statement from Zach Gowan here. The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie ever made. The Force Awakens was a, was a great movie that played it safe but felt like microwave reheated leftovers. Okay, but safe doesn't win championships. Microwaving last night's dinner doesn't earn Michelin ratings. We have the original trilogy if we want to relive the magic. This movie is for the new generation. We have Shawn Michaels now. We don't want the Nacho Man and Billionaire Ted. My five-year-old doesn't give two hoots about old Luke, just for men, $5 Taco Bell box, built body ass, mailbox head, sky trash. 
Go drink some walrus milk on your retirement island and stay out of my movie. Ray should have murked him on sight, but then we wouldn't get Yoda embarrassing him. That was cool. Yoda's a G. But anyway, this movie ain't for us just like the Force isn't for the Skywalkers anymore. Great grammar, Zach. (laughs) Thank God for that, because if you want Star Wars to grow and live forever, it's got to connect with a new audience. It's not about cheap 80s good versus evil Rocky IV crap anymore. It's about the yin and the yang, the light and the dark, and the dark and the light. It's the Kylo and Rey show now. You may like it, you may not, but learn to love it because it's the best thing going and it's here to stay. Zach Gowan. Whoop, whoop. Okay. You know what? Let me <laughs> let me just start right now. I figured this would get something going. Let me just start right now. Zach, he didn't see the first three movies until like a year, like six months <laughs> to a year ago. Right. So That's he has right. no room to speak about anything. I remember when we were doing yoga at uh, House of Truth, and he's like, you know what I just watched? Star Wars. Man, that shit is dope. I'm like, yeah. It's been for 40 years, you idiot. So no. No, I'm not listening to anything he says until he, you know, he can talk about Pokemon all he wants, and that's fine. But he's not going to talk about my Star Wars because he's a year in. He has no idea. He hasn't been dealing with this for 40 years, which I literally, since right. I was born, I'm 40 years old. Since I was born, I've lived Star Wars. So he, has, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You haven't paid your dues, brother. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I promised uh, him I'd read that statement. There it is. Yeah, it's a, it's for a new generation, except for the Han Solo movie coming out next year and the Obi Wan Kenobi movie coming out in two years. Yeah, exactly. three years, what and then the Boba a... Fett movie that'll yes. come out. Yes, yeah. all that. Yeah. What do we think of this Han Solo movie coming out? Because oh, we get so scared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. scared. New characters are fine, but reprising old characters with different actors is so mm-hmm. scary. Well, and Han Solo was. Was young in the first movie. He was at most thirty. No, no, I think he was forty. No, yeah, was he was thirty-eight. He or was something? he was old. He, he, so his that's why it was so creepy. That his character was that he played Carrie Fisher. Was 19. <laughs> 19. His character was thirty, though. Yeah, his character, yeah. His character was only ten years been. older. Yeah, than it was Luke and Leia. I mean, no, it's so character, now, but in real life. <laughs> yeah, and there's now a IRL. whole lot of. Um, I feel like I feel like there's not a whole lot of wiggle room for them storyline either. You know, it could just be like I, one adventure. Well, it's gonna be him. Rogue One. Him winning the Falcon from Lando, yeah. mm-hmm. Lando being pissed and moving to Cloud City. I I am the end. I do like Donald Glover though, so I think he's gonna do Lando love, pretty well. Love Donald Glover. Well, I don't know who this guy is that's playing Han though. I, I mean, Owen no McGregor idea. nailed Obi Wan. Yeah, but, that, but yeah. the difference in ages, we're talking like there was forty years between Obi Wan Episode One and mm. and and Ben Kenobi in Episode Four. So, well, this, this is, no, no, there's twenty years. Because I mean, how old was Luke in yeah, New Hope? Yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Sixteen, seventeen years. I'm talking. I meant Episode One. He's nineteen. Episode Four. He's like sixty. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Granted, oh yeah, were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought you meant from Episode Three to Episode Four. Though. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I thought you. But were. I, yeah, I'm saying there's a, there's a forty year gap. But he obviously he's playing him for I don't know ten fifteen years of that. Right. But but he nailed it. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was great. And so, I thought and. He was like one of the few good things about the prequel. He was the best thing, oh, about, best thing yeah. about the prequels. <laughs> but yeah, I, I liked him, even though, like, in the, you know, we got a. Sir Alec Guinness was like the epitome of like serious actor. And he, right. I mean, it's on the record. He thought this is, this, this movie is ridiculous. This is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he did it. And so to, to kind of humanize that character was awesome because, I mean, you know, Obi Wan was very, 
very stoic, very to the point, you know, to give him a little bit of, you know, backstory and to be a younger version of him where he could have fun and he could do things. I, I, th- I thought he did a great well, job. And to show how good, how much of a badass he was too. Like yeah. he was, he was like a really powerful Jedi and a really yep. good fighter. And I, if, if they do an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie and they don't cast Ewan McGregor, I might not see it. I think they have to. Th- it would be the only way yeah. to do it. Yeah. I thought he's a perfect I thought they age were, to do the Hermit movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they were doing the movie because he said he was he wanted to do it. Yeah. Well, especially since in Force Awakens they used his voice combined with Alec Guinness mm-hmm. to do the the Ray. These are your first steps. Yeah. yeah. Which, which again, why did they use that if she has no connection to the Kenobis? <laughs> The force, dude. Yeah, yeah. He he was. She was touching that lightsaber. Yeah, that so, he that hit that Darth that Anakin told Obi Wan to give to his son. Yeah. <laughs> well, in this universe, uh, force objects. Right after he cut, cut his arms, arms off. off. That's a great yeah. meme too. Yeah. Yeah. I hate you. Make sure you give this to my son. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you think in that Obi Wan Kenobi movie we we get an we get the return of live action Darth Maul? Because in in Rebels. He, yeah, he comes oh. back to Tatooine and, and fights him. And Rebels is canon now, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in. I'm in. But too. he, he I mean. dies, and he kind of Darth Maul almost builds himself up to that moment where he finally yeah. gets Obi Wan. I, I don't know that they would have interacted prior to that. No, I know. I'm saying it would be a retelling of that same moment. Maybe. Oh, I get yeah. you. I don't know. I have. Seen I don't want to see Darth Maul with mechanical legs. I no. Don't see that. I, Darth Maul. Well, you're such wrong. A bad It'll be his awesome. Magic legs. <laughs> no, they were no, magic in a cartoon. Legs. In a cartoon, fine. But I don't want to see a live action of that because it's going to be so CG'd. And that was one of the things, the best parts of Darth Maul. He was a real human. Ray Park is an amazing martial yeah. artist. Oh, yeah. that, that's what made Darth yeah, Maul. Do I, I don't. Ops. I don't want to see him with CG robot legs. So now we've we've got this volley from. Force Awakens, J.J. Abrams, and Ryan Johnson takes over with with The Last Jedi. Now it volleys back to J.J. Abrams for Episode Nine. Where does he take this thing? He does all those things that they didn't do in this movie, like the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Knights of Ren, we're going to see some fucking Ewoks just because. I honestly don't know how they're going to do this whole thing with Leia because they swear up and down they're not going to CGI fake Leia. They're not going to, you know. So I know what they're going to do. She's going to die. Early or off, she's gonna die off screen. I, Might even open with her funeral. That's what I think they're opening. I, I think they kill her in the crawl. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think that her death weighs heavy on the entire movie. It messes with with Kylo because obviously he still cares about mom because he didn't kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we remember when they're on crate, they try calling, no one comes. She dies. Everyone goes, "Oh my god, they killed Leia." She becomes a martyr, and that's why the rebellion Ooh. is able to uh. rebuild. Like that, yeah. yeah. D- didn't anybody else find that really depressing that they nobody, they, yeah, nobody came, yeah. not even yeah. Luke in person, <laughs> yeah. just just yeah. projection. Well, that's Luke. that's and so when I first watched my first screen of this movie, I was mad instantaneously as soon as I read the first order now controls the galaxy. I'm like, what is the point of all the other movies then if they just have the bad guys win ultimately again? Like, I guess. Hey, it's me. real life. The bad guys always win. They blew yeah. up the planet with the entire <laughs> government on it. Look at our president. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you, you said that to me. I go, like, I guess I get it. Like, and then, and then Luke Ray says to Luke, like, you know, the first order will have control of the whole galaxy within a few weeks if we don't come back and step in. So, I, I, some of it, I, mean, I think people are just sick of a the people who are who are willing to fight are either dead or dying, and mm-hmm. then there, I think there's just a lot of people who are just like. 
the rebellion, you know, the, the republic didn't work already. Like whatever, we're, just, we're done with it. But that's it. I think they. I mean, like they said, oh yeah, we sent out to all of our friendlies and. Nobody has come, but I think when they finally get to create, like you said, I, that, that's when they're going to show up, and that because of Leia's death. But yeah. it just it just sucks the way it happens because that's so anticlimactic to start yeah. out with her dead. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. Well, that's that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for the scene. I was waiting for it didn't happen. Was I was waiting for as they're coming out to confront the those noob style ATAT walkers. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for when the Millennium Falcon comes in and starts shooting them up, like then to come in with, like five or six other ships. Like oh sure, you know yeah. Chewie, Chewie and Ray brings in the reinforcements, and then that right, never the happened. Shows yeah. up. And that's one thing. This movie is super dark because whenever you thought something was going to happen, mm-hmm. good that, for them. But, but that's Empire it, was it, super dark. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that that's that's, that's yeah. where it does have those uh, second act, that second movie yeah. feel to it is. Well, you know, now they're just totally F. There's, you know, a dozen of them on the Falcon. That's it. I don't know why, you know, the at-ats proved to be not that effective and, and Hoth and everything else, but just changing their front feet a little bit is now all of a sudden they're going to be effective. They're gorillas now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they reinforce the front so then you can't, they won't get tripped up as well. Well, that's so, <laughs> that's so they can climb uh, cliffs and crap. You know, they're not just on flat surfaces. Yeah. They can, they're, they, now they can climb shit. Yeah, that's what I want to do, climb a cliff well, in that it also, thing. <laughs> it also means they can now release seven more toys. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why every ship is, that's why the X-Wings are now blue instead of like yeah. orange, you know. it's, it's just I, I was excited to see they brought back the A-Wings. That's why oh, the, yeah. the Millennium, yeah, yeah. Why the Millennium was, Falcon has a new satellite dish yeah. <laughs> so that they can sell new ones. And by the way, can Nibnub get some love? Dude's been in three movies now. Yeah. And doesn't age, man. <laughs> doesn't age. Doesn't and age. Well, he's Asian. Yeah. Well, they don't age. Yeah. They don't age. Don't so, age. So, and so why is he not a general he's now? He's Sullivan, first so, of all. Yeah. Go- going back to... They live underground. The... Although his head's a lot bigger in these movies yes. than it was in the, yeah, in the earlier movies. <laughs> go- going back to what we were talking earlier about Finn and... Rose being black and Asian. So, it, all right, it, it, here we go with the racist comments. All right. So, <laughs> I had to laugh because there was one guy on my Facebook feed who was like, Oh, I really enjoyed The Last Jedi, even though there was a lot of left leaning liberalism in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like okay. <laughs> that's just a, that's just somebody that just wants to cause shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I would unfriend him I if I were you. They've been they've been saying that since the first new movie came out because the you know the lead's female. How dare they? She's representative of Hillary Rodham Clinton. So <laughs> that that was one thing that kind of hooked me though was that. They have the resistance fighters being very diverse, which makes complete sense. None of aliens, yeah. though. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I thought the casino scene, if had a little too many aliens in it, I'm like, if if we're, if, if we're looking at these guys are getting rich off of most likely the Empire weapons, you know, making weapons for the Empire and now making weapons for the First Order, they tended to be a little bit more. Anti-aliens, pro-humans. So I thought having so many yeah, aliens they, in the casino. They haven't established off. it in the movie universe, but in the book, uni- in the books, they, they, he was actually xenophobic. Like yeah. that was a thing. But hmm. so I was just pointing there was no the emperor. Th- uh, there was no. There was no Wookiee fighters. Like, give us a Wookiee or two besides Chewbacca. Yeah. Well, I want to know. Speaking of creatures, you've been pimping the Porg for a long time. <laughs> so what was your your verdict of the Porg? I enjoyed them. 
I did. I did think they they did did the poor gags one too many times. I do think at the at the end when during the big fight after the, the they showed the porg in the cockpit with Chewy one too many times. See, I I think that they it could have been one too many times, but they it had the potential to be shoved down your throat. Oh yeah. Oh sure. And I think that they laid off of it just enough to make you not hate it. Well, and I, I like too that they didn't make them sentient. They made them nope, more. Yep. They made them more like what you see, like you know, a, a pet. Like, like yeah. it, it, it definitely like they, they made them a little bit more intelligent. Like they made them seem kind of like somewhat like he knew what was going on, but at the same time, no more than what often other movies do with cats and dogs or even horses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like it definitely I mean, a, a porg made the exact same face that the cat did in. Uh, one of the Shrek movies. Oh, right. That was one scene. I felt like, you know, all the. It's already cooked. Yeah. Eat it. Yeah. But, but I, I love that. That scene was fun. That cooked bird. I think they could have made it look a little. Yeah. Some of it the, looked like a rubber chicken. Yeah. You know? Someone in the prop department did not do a great yeah. job. <laughs> I love when we nitpick stuff like that. Like there's yeah. laser swords and yeah. magic. That chicken didn't look right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I love, I love that they did that scene. I thought that scene was funny. Mm-hmm. Well, so the, you had the porg, you had the uh, the sort of the ice dog things. Yeah, those were I thought those were good things. too. Crystal foxes. Yeah, the crystal foxes. Mm-hmm. I thought those were in it just enough to make it seem like this is a lived world. There's animals here. Well, um, they, they served, served a, a purpose. purpose. Yeah, I mean, they served the purpose. Yeah. yeah. As uh, any of you guys played Battlefront Two? Hell yeah! No, not yet. No. That's us. They have the those in there because they, oh, they yeah? have all the scenes, all the battle scenes now from this new movie are already in the video game. Hmm, nice. So you can play on crate. And uh, I haven't played it since the movie came out. So. Yeah, oh, it's great. They did an up- update, and you play on crate. That whole scene where you're trying to get through the blast doors, either as the rebellion or the new order, and then you have all those snow foxes or whatever they are running around, and your crystal foxes is pretty sweet. Uh, Make, makes sense though, because they're like when you're on um, when you're on Endor, there's Ewoks running around and stuff. So uh, John Boyega's uh, Instagram feed is all videos of him playing that thing. Like that. that oh really? I love that game. That game's so awesome. Mark Hamill is like the king of the nerds of the old cast, right? He was the one yeah. that was like, look. Look, we're Pez dispensers, or and like he's really like John Boyega is like carrying on that legacy. Mm-hmm. Like he's the I'm not not saying that that the other cast members aren't excited about it, but he's the one that's like he was he's a, the voice. Of the fans, I will make yeah. these. Well, he was a Star Wars movie. Wasn't he the one that showed up with Han and Stormtrooper, like a, a, a an action figure for uh, Harrison Ford to sign? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. Well, I'm and sure him and. Him and Mark Hamill have been posting pictures on Instagram of the two of them calling their father and son yeah, and like yeah. all doing this fun stuff. I think someone else too is the actress that plays Rose. Mm-hmm. She's another one who's yeah. been very much all about the fans. Like there's a yeah. a picture of her early. Of She's her just so excited Disney. to be in the movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, there's a picture of her in the Disney store decked out in full rebellion gear, and she's like, "No one knows who I am." And it talks about like her love of being a nerd and connecting with the fans. And then there's a. She recently was after one of the viewings. She was like sitting in a pub, and there were some people like over the weekend talking next to her. And she like, sat there and was listening to them talk about it. And then she walked over to them and was like, "Hey, you know, I play Rose in the movie. I'm glad you guys liked it." And, like sat with them, and they're like, <laughs> sure, they're like "Yeah, sure, you do." Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I'm Han Solo. Yeah. yeah, but so like, like it's her like not being afraid to interact with fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, because you don't <laughs> you don't get that from Adam Driver. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, even uh, even in Force Awakens, Luke was talking about how method actor he is, and he won't talk to him. <laughs> He's like, you want, it's just, 
which is a little weird. But I mean, it's a Star Wars movie. And then Daisy Ridley, she does all the press and stuff, but she's not as well. She doesn't want to do them anymore. She already came out and said she does not want to do any more Star Wars movies. She came out and no. said, "Hey, hey, hey, relax, guys." I, uh, that's not what I meant, though. Too. Well, so. yeah, she's gonna do her three, and then that always cracks me up when yeah. the thing that makes somebody super famous they don't yeah. want to do anymore. <laughs> well, she's gonna be like Robert Downey Jr. They're going Disney will come back with a number, and she'll say, "Dude, if." If they got Harrison Ford yeah. back to do Han Solo, <laughs> yeah. they didn't get anybody. Well, but. The thing that always bothered me about Harrison hating it is that he's like, let's make as many Indiana Jones movies as possible. It's like, why why that, but not Star Wars? He likes that character liked better. Yeah, I mean, plus two, Indiana Boo. Jones was all about him. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars was, True. he was an ensemble. So Indiana Jones, it's right in the title. It's him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> True. He'll even make a shitty one with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, he wants to make no. another one. That's part of the. Not that's part enough. of how they got him back. Is they yeah. said they'd make Indy Five without Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. No, he's. I've already heard these. Not Isn't he in I love Sean. I love Sean Connery. He should be. Back, yeah. though. Oh. That was my. I mean, as as good as the first two. The one with Sean Connery was just Last Crusade yeah. is my favorite one. Yeah, it's the, so it's the most rewatchable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. same here. Yeah, you you mentioned wardrobe and whatnot, and something that we haven't talked about is the presence of the color red. Uh, yes, the, the throne room, the you know dirt or the salt, salt underneath this, the white salt. Mm-hmm. They had posted all of those posters where every character was wearing their wardrobe, but in all red. Theories on the the first the first poster yeah is was, all red yeah. that their faces in all red. What do you what do you think of that? Why follows the dark tone of the movie? I yeah. Think. yeah yeah Well, that plus two you kind of have like the red lightsabers have the connotation of the dark side. Mm-hmm. So I think they they're pushing the dark. That was all. That was what this whole movie was was pushing the dark side. Ray constantly flirting with you know her dark side as well. Like that the whole. Uh, you know, well that she yeah. <laughs> she I, fell yeah. down. And stuff. I yeah. did not like that scene. And no. stuff like that. It was a little weird with the mirror thing. That's what I mean. I don't like. I didn't get um, that. I didn't like. But that. it also it, it was ba- it, to me. It seemed like it was the dark side of the force fucking with her. Yeah. And her doing that snap thing was her determining the length of you know how basically her keeping her mind into it. Like okay, this is how far I am from that actual mirror. She obviously whatever. should have. Fought a Kylo Ren with the mask on, cut his head off, and then it was her. Yeah. Face. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it was her forest. I just my my problem with it it, did, it didn't lead to anything. Yeah. Well, it led to her. I mean, it, it kind of led to her I, again. I think it also though it was showing that she didn't give into the dark side of the forest. Well, yeah, but you had Luke freak out, go, "I never, you didn't even try to stop. You just, you just went right into it." And then she does; she goes right the fuck into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but then it doesn't show her what she wanted to see, so maybe she didn't fully commit to the dark side of the force. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I understood what I just wanted a little more to that. Not that this two and a half hour movie needed more. But uh, I, I make it I, four I, hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't the original cut was three, wasn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. Uh, there's like forty minutes of <laughs> deleted stuff they're gonna yeah. put on the seventeen oh. Blu-rays they're gonna release. <laughs> oh boy, the box set. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of wardrobe and Ray, it's a stupid nitpick, but like, so when you're a scavenger on Jakku and you're poor, I get you're wearing like rags. You've been in the wider galaxy with like with beings now. Like Finn wears regular clothes. Why are you still wearing? Weird well, because she wraps. She went right from. They were cleaner. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a different style. What's well, a? Di- it's different wraps though. It's, it's not like it's she changed comfort. her clothes. It's a comfort thing. It's her look, man. 
She's, her, yeah. she's got her own fashion. Yeah, it's a comfort thing. I and, and I think it looks a little bit more Jedi-like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is that not... I don't know how much time passed for Rey. Yeah, Because she went... Well, I think she was right there. I don't think any time passed. I think we were, like, with her storyline, I think it went right from where we were at the end of the other one. Yeah, so it it, it, it went bang, bang, bang. So she had she had been all of in this, this tale for, what, 48 hours before the yeah. start of uh, Last Jedi? I had a theory about the tunnel thing and how I heard somebody say how Luke said, oh, you know, you, you weren't even... You, yeah. you like you didn't even hesitate. You went yeah. right to it. To me, um, I think that that is hinting towards why Luke wanted to get rid of all the Jedi stuff and everything, and why he eventually died. You know, we, uh, there's always even in the original movies, there's always talk about balance of the Force. Mm-hmm. To me, balance is not only the light side. Balance is. Also the dark side. So her not hesitating to go and see the dark side, I think that's going to end up playing out in the long run. There has to be a balance of the Force, both light and dark. And so the people always like, you know, the prequels is all about how Anakin is supposed to be this prophesized Jedi who brings balance to the Force. Well, to me, if you have hundreds of Jedi on the light side of the Force and only two people on the dark side of the Force, that's very unbalanced. So like, like I've always viewed that Anakin did complete the prophecy. He brought balance to the Force, but he brought yeah, balance to the Force differently it. than what the Jedi thought. He yeah. wiped out the Jedi Order, making it so there's only a couple Jedi left. So right now, this movie ends, and there's only one Jedi and one Sith. That's balance in the Force. Plus, dude, what, I'm, what I mean, though, is like her diving into it and not being, not hesitating. She's realizing that you have to have some dark in you. Yeah. Is what I mean. Is is a, to have to balance the force. Like you said, if there's only light or only dark, there is no balance. So therefore you have to have a little of both. Basically an understanding. Almost yeah. kind of, well, I mean. Gray Jedi. Yeah, tilting to the other side of what Palpatine was saying. You know, to, to truly understand the force, you need to know both the light and the dark. Right. But well, he was then... You know, only come over to the dark side, right? right. Instead of using both sides to your advantage to balance everything out. And, and I like too how Kylo Ren foresaw Ray's fall to the dark side, to where Ray foresaw Kylo Ren's turn to the light side. You know, the future's and, and always so, in motion. And yeah, and, and so it kind of shows, and they kind of both like it goes back to that Kylo Ren and Ray have this kind of yin and yang to them. They're kind of drawn to each other in some way, and they, even Snoke says like. You know, as I knew as you got stronger on the dark side, your opposite in the light would grow. I thought it was going to be Luke. Obviously, it wasn't Luke. What, uh, you know, we haven't really touched on it yet, but, uh, you know, Luke's death or his acceptance into or into the Force, essentially, at the end. I think the, I mean, I think that the Force proje- force projection is what killed, I mean, what killed him. Yeah, wiped yeah. him out or, well, when she was diving into the Force, so to speak, and she noticed that he was completely cut off from the Force. He reopens himself to the Force, does this amazingly powerful act, and then it, I feel like that's almost his, you know, his swan song. It was, yeah. and and he he gives himself to the Force. You know? I'm so mad at myself for not seeing 
that he was a projection until it, it was revealed. Because he was totally different. He had shorter hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had darker yeah, yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Afterward, when I thought about it, I'm like, well, yeah, dummy. Of course it was a projection. Yeah. It wasn't and him. He I'm had like, yeah, the Skywalker hilt. Uh, the Just yeah. for Men beard going on. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was it was cut. It was short. Yeah, and his yeah. hair was, yeah, he had his uh, Return of the Jedi haircut. Yeah, it was definitely a lot, like, second viewing, it was a lot more yeah, noticeable. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, like, how did I miss that? Well, see, I just thought he cleaned himself up. I so, said, well, I'm leaving the island. Right. Well, that's what I thought at first, up. too. Yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. then it makes more sense. I was like, oh, yeah, because he was basically... He looked exactly like he did in the flashbacks of yep. him about to kill Kylo. Right. I think the coolest way that they telegraphed that, though, which I didn't see until the second viewing, is they kept showing Kylo's feet and his feet, and Kylo's feet were was turning the sand red, like everyone. Oh, else. I had heard this. And, way. and, when, oh, and yeah. when and when he his feet weren't affecting the sand. That's the salt. You know what? That's that's genius. And I just thought mm. about that because yeah, I was like, why? Did but like I said, I didn't feet? see it until the second reviewing. I liked how they, they threw in one line for that for that uh, guy. He's like, he licks it. Oh, salt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what so if this is the arsenic planet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, they, I think they wanted to establish that it, that it's it not wasn't hot. Yeah. yeah, it's not cold out. Want to I guess know the, that it's salt. the guy standing next to him was Gareth Edwards, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I really like, going back to your, your point, uh, Rick, with the, the use of the color red, I've just never, maybe I've never walked across a salt field, but... It was a cool effect that it turned your it, it it went red, but I mean I don't know what the physics of that is. Well, no, it wasn't. It was the plant was right underneath the salt, so it was like oh, so it's just a there, light there was a dusting. Of yeah, there's a layer of salt on top, and then when the salt went away, it was yeah, red. or that's the layer it's that's like, exposed like, to oxygen. It's like chicken shit when it's white, but if you hit it underneath, it's not white. <laughs> I guess I'm not that familiar <laughs> yeah, with chicken shit. Or it was from it an old been a movie. Cool effect that didn't have an, uh, you know, viewings. Everybody saw it in standard def. Yeah, yeah. I saw it a standard and a 3D. Did you see it 3D the second yeah. time? I okay. saw it 3D. Did you? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I liked it. I, I don't think the 3D was too much, and I don't think it was necessary either. No. But I haven't seen it standard either. So okay. I want to, the next time I'll see it standard and kind of see. But it wasn't too much. Like some some of the movies are they kind of give you a headache. They're just yeah. they're too much. They're 3D just for the sake of being yeah. 3D. I, I usually avoid first viewing in 3D at least, just yeah. so that I can. Try I didn't, to, to be honest, stuff. I didn't. I think when I bought the tickets because I bought them the night they came out on that Monday Night Football, right. and I think 3D was the only thing available. But I didn't mind it. It didn't didn't bother me. It didn't take away anything. But it didn't add anything either. I don't think. Yeah. So. So then you guys go to that twenty dollars showing. So yeah. So there was all the movie theaters had six p.m. showing that was twenty dollars. They oh, had like is that why I was seeing? Yeah, in, in, in different yeah. different theaters had different perks. Some theaters were giving out like these special cards or posters. Some theaters were giving out like free popcorn with it. But basically, it was like. It was twenty dollars to see the six p.m. showing, and then there was supposedly some extra footage with it or something. Oh, that's yeah, that's just that. so you can be a douche. Well, and also, I think it helps add to the opening budget. Yeah, but I, also, I always thought seven o'clock was the cutoff for for that. You know, Thursday night being part of the weekend. Box no, it, and the theater could have been pocketing the extra money too. It, it, yeah. yeah, well, not with the Disney contract. No, not, Disney, not, Disney's yeah. very strict with their theater contracts. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I, I saw some people posting that they were seeing it at 6 o'clock. Well, well and, and, and 6 o'clock is not necessarily a norm for a movie like this, mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of G kids movies that have been opening Thursdays at 6 to get the, the kind mm-hmm. of the earlier kid crowd. But yeah, I mean, so you had 6 o'clock showings, and then you had 7 o'clock showings, 7.30, you know. It's, I mean, 
it made forty five million dollars on Thursday night. Yeah, and there what was a lot of show times. <laughs> I'd really like to see it on that new giant screen. In That's Novi. where I was yeah. going with this. Uh, my next viewing is going to be in Novi. Yeah, at, uh, was it forty eight feet by ninety two? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you guys go to that. Let me know because I've been yeah. wanting to go there, check that out. Nope, yeah. I don't want you to go with me. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> no, just wasn't talking to you. Oh, man. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> we were talking to Rick. I think I think it seats like nineteen thousand people. So. I don't want to sit by you anyway. See, I don't think it, you smell I, I think funny. it's still because they have yeah, the recliners no, and everything. It's still a, a small. <laughs> like, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I was looking at the seating of it. It's. I it's not obviously not that many, but it's 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 an IMAX size. Basically. It's big. I guess they they had to put a new roof on the joint. Yeah, and then everybody's in those like lay down recliners so that you can see it. So I think even it's slightly tilted too. They they, they took two of their screens, knocked the screens down, turned two auditoriums into one for it. It's, it's just massive. I mean, wow. you think about. I mean, I guess you know Marvel's putting out movies, DC's putting out movies. You're gonna get the Pixar's. You obviously Star Wars once a year. I, I just don't see, you know, I don't know, a normal movie being shown on Can we it? go back to that phrase you just used that we never thought we'd hear? What? Star Wars once a year. I know. Yeah. I know. yeah. Well, and it, a Han Solo movie, Solo, is coming out May 25th, which I'm which happy. Which I didn't realize it was that soon. Intel gets yeah. bumped again. So episode nine's already been bumped to December 19th, 2019. Yeah. Uh, because they had the writer-director thing and J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams yeah. took over. and See, I almost... As cool as that is, it's coming out in May. I almost kind of wish it was every December. It's neat to be kind of the geek Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Um, but man, I'll tell you what, these last two weeks with trying to see that movie and Christmas, and it's just been busy. I yeah. kind of, well, part of me wants it back in but May. See, well, but, see, not, but now the problem is once you see Solo, mm-hmm. now you got to, uh, not, you're not just waiting a year, you're waiting a year and a half right. now for another right. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and. I don't know. I I would guess that if it was actually coming out in May, we would have had a teaser by now. I fully expected one attached to this, and yeah. I, supposedly some theaters had these uh, fake solo posters up. The the teasers for uh, I, uh, I saw a solo poster at yeah AMC, yeah, but yeah. it just said solo. It's solo Star Wars, in the Star Wars around solo. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it said solo May twenty seventh or whatever. The teasers for this movie came out way later than the ones for Force Awakens did. Yeah, like yeah. way later. I was trying to do the math. Like, when's it coming out? I I think they know, though, it's Star Wars sells itself. Hold as much as they can to try to avoid spoilers. Because once they start showing the teasers, then then you're getting the fans going on the internet debating what they think it's about. Or whether this dude's worthy of being Han Solo. And I, I think with the change of directors and stuff on there... There's probably a, the the editing room probably has a lot more work to do than what they originally had. Speaking of which, I I can't. I guess I was so ex- usually when I go see a, a movie, um, I can think of at least one of the trailers beforehand. I can't think of any for this. Well, one. we got the Ready Player One. Yeah, trailer. yeah. I'd already that seen cool. that. The Disney Infinity War. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. The that. Marvel, the Marvel Infinity War, Wrink- Wrinkle in Time. Was, I got Black, yeah, Wrinkle in Time and Black Panther. Yeah, I got I was, Black Panther too. I was, but those were already had already come out. Yeah. I, already, I don't think there, there were any ones. new ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was no new ones. I was so I was really hoping that they weren't going to show the Marvel Infinity War trailer until Star Wars. That's yeah. what I thought they would. That's what. But then they released the week before. I was yeah. like, yeah. you can't wait a week. Remember the good old days when you would when they didn't release everything online and or on Monday Night Football, and you literally like, okay, they're show they they've announced that they're showing the this the trailer for 
Revenge of the Sith before this movie. So we all go oh, buy yeah. tickets to yeah. watch that movie and then leave after to, the Yeah, to a movie Valley. I never would have usually gone That's to That's why see. I yeah. saw The Matrix. The Matrix had the Phantom Menace uh, first trailer. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I remember, I need to see this trailer. It's the first thing Star Wars in friggin' 18 years. And then sat through The Matrix going, oh, my God, I'm totally mind-fucked. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, there was, I can't remember what movie it was, but they did the, the Hulk trailer, the original one with Eric Bana. Oh, yeah. And I... It was either, I don't think it was Spider-Man, but I was like, I never, you know, there was before, I mean, it was really kind of before the whole internet boom. I mean, there was internet, but not like it is now where you can find anything, you know, and everything's online, all trailers. So I didn't even know a Hulk movie was coming out. And I saw this guy talking, I'm like, what is this guy talking about? You know, and because it was, he was looking in the mirror, talking about the rage and everything, but... But that's beyond the point. Regardless, but, but Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just get mad that they release all of this stuff on Good Morning America. It's like, I'm not. I, I just wait an hour after it airs so I can watch it online. Oh, but yeah. Like, yeah, the Facebook like, uh, Well, that's, that's why everybody watches, like, online, watches Twitter uh, during Comic-Con. Yep. You get those leaked footages of, like, uh, you know, Civil War. Well, and not only, like that. Not, not, not even that, though. Like, they, like they'll they say, okay, the trailer's going to be on at halftime during Monday Night Football. It airs, and then by the time the second half starts, they've already put it on the Star Wars YouTube page. Yeah. Like, yep. Well, that's what it was with the, the like I think the, the Infinity War trailer one. dropped in Good Morning America, and within 20 minutes of it being Good Morning America, it was on YouTube. Mm. Oh, yeah. Something that I kind of wanted to bring up, the, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score. So initially, the critics gave it a 93. Certified Fresh, the best Star Wars movie rated on Rotten Tomatoes ever. Then we started seeing the audience reviews, which were coming out at roughly, I think it was somewhere around, was it 57%? And then now, I think today I'm hearing that those were bots. You know, there's all these friggin' pissed off people writing scripts so that Rotten Tomatoes is getting bad scores of Star Wars. Uh, yeah, there was a Reddit thread about one of the guys who claimed to be one of the bot writers, and he was pissed because he was kicked off a Star Wars fan form or something. He's not a fan. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. a fan, dude. Guess what? Yeah. yeah. This is so, a fan forum. If you're not a fan, you, yeah. don't, you don't get to play. Well, and so he, uh, he's like, well, that was kind of fun. Why don't we say we do this for the uh, Infinity War, too? And so he's just going to... Write these damn bots. I don't understand scripts. why people just want to be negative. Right. I don't get it. Like, I had a, a buddy of mine who owns a comic book shop. He texted me. He's like, What did you think about Star Wars? I was like, Man, I loved it. He's like, Man, I, I didn't. I was like, Really? He's like, It, it was not, f- I just didn't have fun watching it. I, I will say that on first viewing, I didn't yeah. walk out of there like skipping, going, That was awesome. Um, I walked out going, All right, I, I need to process, I need to see this again. And again, as I've been talking with people about it, it like, okay, now I see that, and I can't wait to see it this third time. Yeah, and, and it's it's completely different than walking out of Force Awakens or Rogue One because you walk out of both of those, you're just like, oh my god, that was everything I wanted it to be. It was uh, incredible. I got goosebumps. This one, you know, walked out kind of. I, I had a lot I needed to process. Yeah, I kind of felt I, mean, I did feel like I got a, a, a kick in the nuts with the whole Snoke and Ray yeah. thing and the and that. Oh, but, I felt that too, but that's what I loved about it. Yeah. I, that's why I keep saying I loved that. Bringing Sadis sitting. Well, over. No, <laughs> but, but but imagine, I mean, like I said, we're all, we're all huge Star Wars yeah. geeks, right? So for us to be able to watch a Star Wars mo- a movie and be surprised at all—that's true. That to me was awesome that they like that's what i love that none of those theories were correct that basically they were like all right all these people have these theories 
we're just going to totally flip it, flip the script. Well, and, and we knew I it was it. coming. We knew it was coming. We saw we saw Force Awakens, and we, yes, this is drawing from New Hope and, and drawing people back in just so that we they can establish some new characters and then completely flip the script. And then now, yeah, people are, oh, it, it wasn't, I, you know, either they're saying it was exactly Empire Strikes Back, which it wasn't exactly. No, no. no. Or, but... Or it was completely different than a Star Wars movie. Well, yeah, they're they're starting anew. It did I, well. Plus two, some... you have to evolve. Yes. If yeah. every Star Wars That's movie the point is if all every Star Wars movie is exactly the same, right. why are you going to keep watching it? Well, that you was the, the biggest cr- critique of Force Awakens was well, it was just you know Episode Four all over again. Well, do you know what this wasn't? This wasn't a fucking anything over again. Yeah. This was We gave you new. something new, yeah. and now you still want to complain. Right. Yeah. So now we've got this great mystery in front of us, wondering where, how is episode nine going to take this? Because this is really screwy. And then we're hearing about this rain, I keep wanting to call him rain, but Ryan Johnson trilogy that comes after that. Yeah, it, we're, we're completely new Star Wars fans again. Well, and I also, exactly. I, I think too, like we're in this internet age where it's like, if you look at the headlines of this movie, going in, the credits came out, credits were saying, it's the best Star Wars movie of all time. It's, you know, greatest. And all of a sudden, some fans started not liking it. And you start getting these news sites picking up, oh, fans hate The Last Jedi. And then all of a sudden, people are, are making the Rotten Tomatoes score a news story. Mm-hmm. And you're getting all these news sites picking up, oh, the Rotten Tomatoes site is saying it's, it's awful. And the same thing happened with, like, the DC movies. Yeah. I you was, know, people complain about yeah. the DC movie stuff. And so you, you kind of, and now the big, the big news headline of the movie is fans have started a petition to get Lucasfilm to make this non canon. from canon? Come yeah. On. So dumb. And so I, it's. I'm wondering, like, when stuff like that comes up, though, I'm wondering if it's just media people just being, you know, just it, well, it's, making it's shit up. the 24 hour news cycle. It's, it's, it's people it's too. It's all clickbait. It's people, like, I had a really hard time when they made the EU non canon. And, like, I did, like, I think that was one of the things I needed to process. About this is that like this Luke is super different than the Luke that they presented in the previous canon, and I think that's what that I think like when people are saying like this isn't Star Wars or like they're really I think that's what a lot of people are upset about, and it's just like, but again we, we that, knew it was all going to be new. Like you you've had a you've had we've had they they announced that stuff wasn't canon like five years ago. Like we've had yeah. time to adjust. I've adjusted like. It's like, and I was worried about you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was worried about that's me what too. It, that's what it comes down to: is people, they, people all think that they're smarter than everybody else. So yeah. people think, well, this is what a Star Wars movie should be. Right. So they have it in their mind what it should be. So when it's not exactly what they want it to be, all of a sudden it's shit. Well, and that's, that's the same thing with the DC movies and too. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm not in love with the, you know uh, Justice League or Batman vs Superman, and I was fucking in Batman for Superman. I'll still be like, yeah, not the greatest movie. But... I dug them. But I can enjoy them as... They weren't what I thought they would be, but I can enjoy them for what they are. Mm -hmm. If if you want a Star Wars movie to be a certain way, you become a, a writer and a director and you make it. Otherwise... Take, I mean, just be happy that we have more Star Wars. Like yeah. you said, we get one every year. How awesome is that? It's 2017, though, where the very vocal negative minority rules. Yeah. Because nobody's yeah. punching them in the mouth when they talk anymore. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have, you have the internet as a platform, yeah, and the internet media. can quit, and social media can quickly make one voice seem like 100 voices. Yeah. Which is something you didn't have when the prequels came out that much. You know, you didn't have that, and this is it's something newer, and the movie culture has figured this out. To me, like I, I kind of processed the death of the EU because um, 
a few years back, I was you know at this convention here in Detroit, and Kevin Eastman was there, and it was right before the new Paramount Turtles came out, and someone was asking him like, you know, why the turtles look so different, and he's like, well, Paramount bought the rights to the turtles, and they wanted to make their own turtle movie, and they wanted to make it look like their own. Disney bought Lucasfilm, they bought Star Wars, they kind of want to make these Star Wars characters their own characters. And so doing the death of the original trilogy characters and bringing in these new characters that they established in their own universe is Disney's way of saying this is what they want to do. Yeah. Well, well, how dare you there. compare what <laughs> has happened to Star Wars <laughs> to what Michael Bay did to the Turtles? You I shut know, your I'm, mouth. I'm just saying, well, like, it, yeah. it, it makes sense. You know, it's, Sorry, it's I didn't not, mean to cut. I just had to it's get not right. Lucasfilm ran by Let George out, Lucas buddy. making this. It's Lucasfilm owned by Disney. Yeah. Well, but so yeah, Disney Kathleen wants Kennedy, their own stories. Kathleen Kennedy comes from Lucasfilm back when yeah. Lucas yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, plus two, was filming. You got to figure you have to kill off old characters because in real life they're dying. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. they're old. Are 60 years old. Yeah. They're fun. not going to be around. Yeah. Like, I knew, I knew and that's that. why we're screwed on this one with, with Carrie Fisher because yeah. how are they going to tell that? You know what I mean? Yeah. How are they going to explain that? So they have well, to do that. Yeah. They have to move on to newer people. I mean, People are dying off. You know? Star Wars was not meant to be a outer, uh, like an outer space cocoon. They were, this wasn't supposed to be a bunch of sixty-year-olds prancing yeah. around like they're twenty. Yeah, right. and they kind of wrote themselves into a corner by saying that you know the strongest force users are Skywalkers. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Maybe so, not. So kid, here's got this kid sweeping the floor now. Yeah. Here's one thing that we didn't discuss. This movie kind of got rid of Melchorians. You know, because when, yeah. when Luke explained the Force to Ray, he did not mention that at all. Thank goodness. No, it's a leaf. The Force is a leaf. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Oh, that, that, was that, a, <laughs> that was a great scene. That was great. You that feel was... that? Huh? That's the Force? You feel yeah. it? And just smacks it. Yeah. Like, come on, you idiot. I love that scene. That was great. I was expecting him to either mention midi-chlorians or, or something, but by not, it again goes back to the, you know, I don't know, stupidity of the Jedi back in the you know original order that, well, only people with a midi-chlorian account of sub blah blah are the people that we need to deal with. You know, they sounds like Scientologists and they're thetans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was sort of what made the that uh, did you play Star Wars Galaxies that MMORPG the. Nah. Was that uh, it was so hard to be a Jedi because you had to be randomly selected and there was only going to be allowed to be so many Jedi in the game. And then everyone would like, well, this is dumb. I just want to be a fucking Jedi. Yeah. And so <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be this this thief or a carpenter because there's only four Jedi in the world. Well, that's what you get for playing role playing games anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that was nerd. <laughs> that was one of the things people were concerned about when Rogue One came out. Yeah. Well, how can you have a Star Wars movie about Jedi in it? So many people view Star Wars as the story of the Jedi. Or well, an opening yeah. crawl and you or had, the Star yeah. Wars theme. You had what's his name's character, the uh Don Young Donnie Young. Yeah. The force is with me. I'm with the force, even though he didn't. He wasn't a Jedi. Nope. Yeah. He didn't even actually use the force. <laughs> he, he didn't protect him though. Yeah. 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 Well, he was he was maybe slightly force sensitive, as in as in he was in tune to be able to sense force more than someone next to him. But still, he was obviously not Jedi anyway. Yeah. I read online that his staff is made from one of those force sensitive trees, though. Oh, really? oh okay. I thought yeah. the end, the tip glowed or something. Yeah. Well, know. he sensed her. <laughs> yeah, he you know sensed chlamydia. <laughs> 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 well, and he knew yeah. he, she was wearing a uh, Kybal crystal right. yeah. necklace, you know, so he was somewhat force sensitive, but he wasn't a Jedi, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
can we talk about how powerful Luke was after being a hermit forever? And like, I, I, one thing that I took out of watching the the second time, I'm thinking that force projection, like that's something we've never seen before. It's obviously, and it killed him. So like, it's yeah. obviously like a big deal. I'm like, how powerful was this guy at his peak? Because this oh, is yeah. like after, this is like in retirement. You right. know, like, well, it, but he was also like, wasn't that planet supposed to be very, a very force sensitive? First planet? Jedi Temple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, I, I think, I think him being on that planet doing yeah, it might help enhance it a little bit. Yeah, but obviously, true. I mean, it was. Because yeah, if he went to there to die, he went to the wrong place. Because right. yeah. that place yeah. is going to keep him alive. Yeah. <laughs> well, he had the, the forest tree from that comic book series. Did you read that? Anybody? No. Shattered Empire. Shattered Empire. Empire. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Poe's. Family had one of the trees, and then he had one of the trees, and then Yoda nuked it. Well, but real quick, talking talking Yoda. Yeah, um, I, mean, I love that they did a, a puppet Yoda. Was, yeah, was it, it was a puppet, great. and yeah, it was, it was yeah, all it the was. puppet motions. Oh, yeah. it was so great. Uh, it, it, was and it was perfect, and it was Frank. It was actually Frank. Yes, yes. Too. Yeah. Yeah. it was awesome. The, the kicking of the feet and everything yeah. was was oh, Empire yeah. Strikes Back. Yoda it was perfect. I'm just wondering if they just had somebody CGI it. And then do I, it. I don't think so. No, it looked, it looked puppet. It looked puppet. Yeah, it yeah. was solid. I mean, if it was I mean, CGI, if, it's the best CGI. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I remember when they were trying to do, when they first were trying to do CGI Yoda for episode two, I think. Oh, and, yeah. And and the and one thing they that they it. wanted to do was his his ear would kind of like flipper a little bit because it was rubber. And they would, they, they I remember seeing a, you know, a web thing or whatever where they're like, this is what we're trying to nail down as his ear just kind of having a quiver to it. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should have worked on the script too. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but I do think that's one thing that not having George Lucas part of these movies makes a difference is because he was all about wanting to use the best technology, yeah, making it look the best he can, which is why he redid the original yeah. trilogy so many times because he had this weird vision. Not having him part of it and having someone who J.J. Abrams approached the movies as a fan, so he made the movie. To what he likes best about Star Wars, yeah, practical and the, effects. And the, I think too, yeah. like originally J.J. Abrams was going to do all three movies, and then he stepped away. Then he decided to step away because he didn't want to commit that much time. Which so it makes sense they brought J.J. back in for the last movie because originally he was was the whole trilogy was going to be himself. Was was he still an executive producer yeah. or a producer yeah. on this? Yeah. So okay, I thought they they couldn't just say, oh yeah, we're done with you, I'll come back kind of thing. I mean, I'm sure no. They basically, sat- these three movies were his to do what yeah. he wanted to, and he I, I he picked Ryan Johnson. Right? Yep. I mean, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, that's so, what I thought. Okay, they, I mean, it was uh, they, all these these three movies were on his shoulders. Regardless. Can, can you imagine the meeting where? You know, so J.J. Abrams picks Ryan Johnson, Kathleen Kennedy signs off on it, and then they, they have Ryan Johnson come in and he's like, okay, I've got this great scene where it's Luke and uh, Ray on the, on, the, uh, on the mountain. Ray's watching Luke milk a friggin' uh, space <laughs> walrus and then chugging it, and then he gets a bunch on his beard. And, uh, like, <laughs> that was some dark web shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Luke's all about that breast milk. Yeah. yeah as well, a bearded, as a bearded <laughs> man, I could say that uh, it's hard to drink milk sometimes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, thought, I thought that C was, was, what, was what it was, but then to have Ray like, refuse to make eye contact with the animal made it seem a little bit more That's like... how creepy that yeah, was. Yeah. <laughs> she was creeped out. Yeah. yeah. But that was just kind of showing how much of a hermit he turned oh, yeah. into. You know? Yeah. 
Uh, his weird way of the spearfish with a giant spear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's like, I saw your routine. You're not busy. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was and, a great and line. All that dialogue was so great. Oh, that, that was the humor that I loved. There was just that one spot that I felt like it just needed to be a little heavier. What did you guys think of the weird monastery uh, creatures? That were I thought it was cool. It? That made sense the, that they've got this old... You know, essentially monastery, and these creatures are born into a life of, of servitude and taking care of it. They're like the monks. Yeah. yeah. And then what I also thought was neat was okay, so we see him up in his white robes, and then he goes down into his into his hut, and, um, and supposedly that door is part of his X wing. Yep. Um, yeah. And Smart. then uh, he's folding his robes as as a priest would. You know, these are my mm. these are my spiritual robes or whatever. So these are my there. good robes. Yeah, these yeah. are good stuff. I put these away and we put on my darks and and let's. let's... I didn't catch it that that was supposed yeah. to be the door. That was supposed... That's I, what I, I read. I like seeing the X down it. in the yeah, water. I like yeah, that, that too. was cool. Where she looked down and you yeah. see it submerged so in the water. It. That was cool. Yeah. I was when I saw it, I was like, is someone gonna lift it? With the force? Well, that's what I, I thought. I did too, yeah. That's why it was there, because if he ever did need it, all he had to do was force it out. You know? when, I will say, when I saw the little uh, monk dudes, all I kept thinking is the uh, they were stationed from uh, Bill and Ted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say that, yeah. Station. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, what, no, I like those. I, uh, would you, I mean, so... What'd you guys all think about the force projection where they they shoot you know they're shooting all the firing at him and he just brushes it off? Oh, the little got shoulder, got to yeah, brush the dirt off the shoulder. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, loved that was it. great. Loved it. it was like, he was feeling like a pimp. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some people complain. <laughs> I've seen some people complain about that saying though. That's not Luke. That's that's all Mark Hamill being himself. I'm like, well, good. I mean, good. exactly. <laughs> well, it, Mark Hamill's like, an international treasure. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, you don't know what this Luke's like, and he's he's intentionally. The whole point of what he was doing was to make Kyle Ren so mad to come down antagonizing him. him. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. made sense for him yeah. to do it. I he love would, that. Um, you know, they're blast, 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 blast. blast. Okay, we got to stop. And he's then, like, "Oh, and, do you and, think you got him?" Yeah. <laughs> and then the driver, you know, the the pilot's like, "Uh, sir, you knew at that moment. I mean, you kind of knew anyway. Yeah, yeah. But you knew at that moment, like, oh man, he's still standing well, there. I love the foreshadowing for that scene because Luke says, "Oh, you want me to come back? What am I going to do? Stand in front of my laser sword in front of <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, and, and challenge the whole empire? Like, it's a great foreshadowing." Like that's literally what's going to happen in this scene. Speaking of foreshadowing, did you see the uh, little Easter egg from Rogue One that's come out? Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, oh, about the uh, um, hyperspace tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. You, you know I what? I thought that. that, like I thought that the Codebreaker should have been Lando. I thought that uh, the, them tracking them should have been because Finn was a stormtrooper and they had something yeah, implanted uh, ship in him or something. Yeah. I thought that would have been perfect. I, I was I, him not even realizing that they're tracking him and that's why they're able to track him because I, I, of him. I was thinking that too. Like it's because they were all standing like how are they tracking us? Yeah, yeah. And Finn and Finn's standing right there and you're like it's you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, but but yeah. if it was Finn, though, they could just pull him in an escape hard and go and blast they need, him off. They yeah. need the hyperspace track. Gotta go, dude, because that way it prevents them from escaping on other ships. Yeah. No, I get that. But, you know what? But uh, my thing is better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, agree. I agree. I'm not disagreeing. No, I I, 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 I thought that even if it 
they wouldn't they they didn't even real, realize it till at the end, but that would be somehow you know yeah. that's why they would be able to track. But to, to fill people in that are listening, it's uh, they did find a little Easter egg um, on Rogue uh, Rogue One where where they're looking through the database uh, with the new technology, and one of the technology folders was called hyperspace tracking. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's one of the things she says when yeah. she's reading off yeah, project names. Find yeah, Stardust. one of the project yeah. names. Yeah. Hmm. Now, supposedly, and again, this is, you know, you read this online, I don't know where this is coming from, but supposedly episode nine might start like 10 years down the road. Makes that sense. Long, which, which I feel like that's how they, that that's almost how they can explains explain. Leia's death. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's a lot of, I mean, because like you said, there was two dozen people left, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, I mean, they almost have to do that because how are you going to explain two dozen people being able to do that without... Skipping ahead, yeah, you know what I mean? right. It's become Rogue One again. Yeah, well, and make, yeah. make ten sound like a hundred. Well, we, I think we need Kylo to finally be Kylo and Ray to finally have like a little bit of mastery too, because they're still both yeah. raw. And I need them both to really turn into the mature character that they're. I need Ray to come out in the black suit like uh, Luke did. <laughs> yeah. I need and I need Kylo to be Darth Vader Just at the end of Rogue badass, One. Yeah, I, that's yeah. I did not. I did not like him getting rid of his mask. Really. Yeah, I, I thought that if he was that obsessed with Vader, he, but, he but should. That was, but again, that's killing off the old. Like he, let it, yeah. Well, kill it if and you have that to. was yeah. whole, like his story arc was he needed to let go of his past, his family ties in his well, past, so say, and he, move even forward. Even if he got rid of the mask, I mean, they did it in the first. 15 minutes yeah, yeah. Well, and I, he got rid of it. it I wish like, that scar was a little more badass. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, pretty. Well, it was after. healing the entire time. Yeah. Like yeah. It, he had the, the, the mesh on it at one yeah, point and it took off mandate. and it kept getting smaller. It's like, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, Snoke making fun of him for having, you know, putting on that mask and that, I just wish he would have, it would have stayed a little bit longer. Cause I think that mask, I think it's, I like that mask. It's more dope. intimidating. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. dope. And, Adam Driver is just not that intimidating looking of a person. No, to yeah. Me. No. So you put that I, mask on him, all of a sudden he's scary as shit. That's why you know? I was yeah. kind of hoping that that they would give him a more visible and nasty looking scar. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because obviously, you know, and then they, you know, they showed him when, when uh, you know Luke was going to attack him in his sleep or whatever. But yeah, Adam Driver as a as a young person is not. Not intimidating. Yeah, no. so I mean, he needed. It's because he's a, he's a method actor. That's yeah. that's why he's like, I'm not doing this if you can't see my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and look at my pecs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, yeah. I, I, so something that bugs me is when people compare, especially Kylo and Force Awakens to Darth Vader. It's like it's such a bad comparison because if anything, it's you got to compare him to Anakin. Because yeah. really, like where yeah. he's at in his training and where he's at maturity wise yeah. is Anakin at his fall. And not Darth Vader when you meet him in New Hope. Yeah, pissed off Vader. Yeah, he's like my favorite. Did you? Are you any? Are any of you reading the the Vader books that are out right now? No, I hear that they're good though. They're really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's explaining how because apparently there's, you have to uh, go out and earn your red lightsaber. They kill a Jedi and take yep. over their. Yeah, I heard yeah. About oh that. yeah, I heard something. Yeah, and about so that. that's it's it's about him trying to earn his. Yeah, they were red saying saber. it's it's a lot darker than people realize. It's yeah. like you have to kill a Jedi and steal his crystal and. Yep. Yeah, and it's the blood of the Jedi that turns. Yeah, it's the, the blood of the yeah yeah the Kyber crystal <laughs> so, red. So they they showed it briefly. This uh, a necklace that that Luke wears has what uh, what everyone at first was saying was the Kyber crystal from. Vader's hilt. But then oh, I, I heard I, what it I, was, but I can't I, remember. I read now. it was something else, though. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a Sith artifact. Shoot. Yeah, I was hoping you remembered. 
right. we'll, you guys, cut, we'll cut that. I crammed so, so much for this. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see Ray's new new lightsaber. Yeah, because that lightsaber was destroyed, and she stole the 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 Jedi books before she. That left. was great. Yeah, yeah. That was so great. Yeah. so it's it's obviously Luke's dead, but. My well, guess is those Jedi books probably tell Ray how to build a lightsaber. Sure. Well, and I, I love that standing uh, there with all the parts. Yeah. Yeah. I love that Yoda was just sort of like, well, yeah, she but, has everything she needs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can give me a broken radio just because I have the parts doesn't right. mean I'm going to be able to make uh, a new radio. <laughs> if, if you got a book, you know. But yeah. So I she didn't even know then. <laughs> well, and I'm interested to see too because she tends to favor fighting with a staff. So yeah. I'm interested to see if they're going to give her two lightsabers to do the staff lightsabers. Oh. The dual-bladed deal? Yeah. Mm. You don't really see a lot of, movie-wise, you don't see a lot of the good Jedis doing that. Yeah. yeah. It's been well, and even the way stiff. she holds um, the, the Skywalker hilt, she holds it almost like a Ahsoka Tana. Yeah. Where it's kind of a backwards uh, <laughs> deal. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'll be interested to see... If if they have her fighting with two lightsabers, come the next movie. I just hope mm. they don't cut the scene like they did in Jedi, where he's putting together his new oh, lightsaber, yeah, yeah. and they cut that scene, and you didn't see it until twenty years later. Yeah, right, <laughs> that was in the right. book. Well, yeah, yeah. In the book. I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. I want to see it on the screen. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. when they filmed it. Yeah, it's like just show it. I I have one more thing I wanted to say. All right, you've been saving it. Well, I, there was a couple times where it made sense, and then we moved on so fast. That <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want Kylo Ren to be redeemed. You just yeah. want him to be bad. And I want him to dead. be the, the the villain. Yeah, yeah. The I want if we're, if we're doing everything new. Yeah, yeah. I want him to be. You want to be the villain and then get killed in nine. Yeah, I want Ray yeah. to kill Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah, there's too much redemption. I mean, it started out with Jedi with, you know, Vader eventually being redeemed. Well, and, and that, I'm with you on yeah. that. And, and if Ray kills Kyle Ren, that leads to an interesting character development for a future movie where she struggles with the fact that she had to kill him, especially if they continue up this tension they have between the two of them. Well, she already sees him as a monster. And, yeah. and Luke basically tells her, like, I was going to kill him because I pretty much saw that he was going to be a monster, didn't realize he was going to kill his dad, but knew something was up. So, I mean, she's already of that mindset that he's bad. Well, I can almost see it where she was not reluctant to look at her dark side, you know, mm-hmm. to get yeah. into that creepy, weird tunnel. I, to me, it's all about the balance of the Force. If they're, If you're all light, or you're all dark, there is no balance. So almost like she has to kill him to take his dark darkness. You know what I mean? And then become a balanced person. I I, I mean I would kinda almost kinda almost dig that. So but, does she uh, we'll see. Yeah. Does she start a new Jedi Order then? And that's where these kids with the brooms are. Oh, be maybe in? where Could you be. have the disenfranchised poppers come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost see it not going that way just because we don't know what Daisy's gonna do. Well, yeah, I mean she doesn't have to be <laughs> in it after that. She corner. can they could jump ahead yeah, forty no, years and but, yeah, I mean she could also just do cameos. Like, she could yeah. be in you know just a couple scenes and then she's Alec Guinness in the next movie. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has anybody here uh, read the uh, the theory that it was actually Han Solo that turned on yes. Kylo oh, Ren's sure. saber? Yeah. Because and that means that Kylo Ren had a chance to kill both of his parents. And he couldn't do it either time. And Han Solo nutted up and said, "Here you go. Here you go. I'll yeah. show you how to do it, kid. Yeah." <laughs> It's how you kill me. Well, and that's kind of like I mean, it would make yeah. it make a little bit of sense because you said I, you know, I don't know if I have the strength. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to in, to do it. Will you help me? Yeah, yeah. But well, because, I guess in in the the book adaptation of Force Awakens, you get Kyle Ren's internal struggle more. Yeah, and you see he really struggled with the decision whether or not to kill him. Well, that's and that goes back to 
the uh, the whole theory that it's more based on Force and, uh, and Sith objects, why he kept the uh, the Darth Vader helmet with him because it was he was drawing oh yeah his uh, his his Sith from that because he was struggling with the fact that she's like you know I really just want to be a good guy. <laughs> But <laughs> well, that's he yeah. talks to the helmet. He's yeah. like, I'm being, I'm being pulled, you know, in all directions, and you know, I don't, you know, yeah, because he's trying to be good, but he wants to be bad because you know, I want to be a bad guy. <laughs> well, even the fall of Anakin, that's how the fall of Anakin was. Yeah. He was he he only fell because he thought the dark side was the only way to save Padme, and he he was you know having it was a struggle for him, and it wasn't, and he kind of like. Once he fully committed to the dark side, he kind of, you know, yeah, you know, he committed his acts, but you could still tell he was struggling at first with it. Well, you could tell because when he found out Padme was dead, he went, No, (laughs) and that's what makes the best villains is that when you think, when a villain thinks that they're right, yeah, that's what makes the best villain. Well, it's every every villain is the hero in his own story, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hans Gruber was the hero in his own story (laughs) in Die Hard, you know. I mean, it's like. Yeah. Well, I mean, even like in the you know the real world, there's never a traditional army that people view as the bad guys who they view themselves as the bad guys. Uh, Nazis. <laughs> but the Nazis. No, but they felt they were right. Yeah, I mean, at least Hitler thought he was right. You know, like it's not like they were like Hitler wasn't like I'm evil and so I'm gonna do evil things to the world. He said that this is what needs to be done. Yeah. What is so Anakin has his altruistic reason for becoming dark, but w- like what's Kylo what's driving Kylo Ren to the dark side? I think uh it was it was Luke ultimately. I think that emo. He, he, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he started listening to my chemical romance and <laughs> way too uh, much cure. And, <laughs> that's why his hair is almost Yeah. <laughs> and uh Luke was like wow he didn't uh, he didn't shy away from the dark side at all and then he's just sitting there going I'm just sleeping and then my fucking uncle's trying to kill me what the hell and I think it was Luke that actually drove him over the edge but well, that's I what mean, even even uh, Ray says she goes did you create Kyle yeah, Ren yeah and he did basically well, he did. Well, I mean yeah. Luke said though yeah. that he could already sense that Snoke had taken over and so. You know, and so yeah. I, I do think some of it though is Kyle Ren was maybe 15, 16 when this happened. Yeah. And so you have like, you know, he's being trained by Uncle Luke, but then you have this powerful force coming in, talking to him and saying, like, hey, like, this is your uncle. Your uncle is this powerful Sith, or you could be him too. Like, well, when the hell is he hanging out with Snoke? Well, yeah, but yeah, Snoke yeah. communicates through the Force, though. That's how I envisioned yeah. it. Uh, I envisioned cool. it that Snoke was was talking to him through the Force and in the shadows. Okay. And also, Luke was never around younglings or Padawan before. Yeah, I mean, what he thought was just dark side was probably just puberty. <laughs> so <laughs> this guy's acting a little weird and getting kind of hairy. Yeah, <laughs> I think I gotta kill him. <laughs> Oh, boy. You guys got anything else? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Let's get some plugs in real quick. All right. The uh, Top Rope Review, Sunday nights on uh, Podcast Detroit. Never heard of them. No? Oh, come on now. <laughs> You're then, like a three-time guest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, two times. I didn't show up the third time. Remember? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, you yeah. jumped on a couple times at conventions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm counting it. <laughs> Jay, you got anything cooking? Anything uh, you can talk about? Yeah, not really. Okay. Uh, maybe after the He's new in the year. Next Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I am the new. Wookie. You, you wanted Wookies? You're going to get them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's growing out his back here. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're gonna be in the. You're gonna be lumpy as a youngster. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. I gotta watch it again this week. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember finally see Chewbacca's family in the third movie? Hans, Hans Don, Leia's. Well, I think we're gonna. Uh, only if that grandpa's in it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we might see him in uh, the solo movie. Yeah, oh, that would be nice. Yeah. There was there was a picture that Ron possible. Howard put on his Instagram that showed a Wookiee, and it kind of looked like Lumpy, but well, you never know. See, it now, was not Chewy. I mean, that would make sense. He would they would be on yeah. Kashyyyk at some point. Sure. So that's got to meet him somehow. That might be the story too. Is not only getting um, the Falcon from Lando, but also freeing his life debt. Yeah, the life. Yeah. I, I think the movie ends with him getting the Falcon. Yeah, I think the movie's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a buddy movie about him. Like the first act's gonna be about him meeting Chewbacca. The second act's gonna be him freeing Chewbacca from slavery. And the third act's gonna be them doing their first smuggler run and ending it with them sitting down at a card game of Lando. So is that does that mean that that Han is? Mel Gibson and Chewie is Danny Glover. Yes. Yes. Okay, just checking. He is getting too old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that they they better go to a Which, bar and uh, have B. Arthur sing. By the way, <laughs> there's a. Uh, have we heard about CGI. the new, new Lethal Weapon as well? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Movie. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Danny Glover and Mel Gibson both signed. They're both in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Mel so, Gibson's got to do something to kind of resurrect his. Uh, image. Did you see Daddy's he Home did. too? He's he's done. Yeah, yeah. He oh, he, right. he, he won an Oscar. His movie won an Oscars. Uh, yeah, but he's, he's still a racist piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, but he's <laughs> a, but he directed so he directed that movie. Our president. Yeah, uh, I mean he directs yeah. that movie so Hollywood Sorry. forgives him because they For they the gave him all his Oscars. Service listening. And then they're like, Joshua well, uh, we're give him in. Daddy's Home too, and he'll play this jerk character that the end somewhat lovable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, guys, you got you all set? I think so. All, all good. Right. <laughs> all right, let's take it
I just ran to the bathroom, so I don't know exactly. I, we're I was starting complaining to talk about, about the tunnels. Clothes. About her clothes? Okay. 